Last word. All right. And we are live. And welcome to the Destiny Crossover Star Wars podcast. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and I'm your host, <laughs> Lord Cognito. <laughs> Here with the last word on that Thursday evening, usually Destiny Campfire. Here with the cheetah. How we doing, sir? It was a little spicy cheetah today. How we yeah, feeling? Happy May the 4th. I'm just trying to make sure this <laughs> podcast goes in a forward direction. So um, feel it. let's see. I played Stray Blade for about yes, yes. four hours. Interesting style. Beat Jedi Survivor. And oh, nice. uh, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yes. That is mm. so there's a dichotomy of games. PC got so chunky in frames, I probably saw two frames per second at some point, and I will still tell you that game is amazing, versus a game that I got a code for and yet to download it because it is so just bad. So, Broken. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's been an interesting week for uh, gaming, but uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about in the world of Destiny. They're always keeping us busy there. Travis, what about you, man? Also busy, man. Um, I got a couple trips this next couple weeks. Um, doing stuff for games coverage. I've got a game called Diablo 4 that I'm working on the what? review for. I haven't for, heard of that so. before. What is that? Oh, what's that? It's yeah. A little indie game, right? A little indie game, Diablo yeah, 4, indie. Uh, mm-hmm. which I guess the codes came in a little bit earlier than we were expecting. And now I've got to move around my other reviews this month to focus on that. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a busy time. Also playing some Destiny. Got to represent the Titans over there here. Indeed. Who yes. are running away with it, as we all knew they would. Rest in peace, Lance Reddick. I was like, peace. it's all for Lance this year. I have no... Rest in peace, Lance Reddick, though. We got to make sure we... really say anything about there. that. It's fine. Well, he was a Warlock main, so... That is true, but... Yeah, we, you know, so I don't know. As a Titan. I mean, uh, should the Warlocks be doing a little better? Maybe. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, you know, maybe they should. Joy's rigged, you know. But, you know. Is it rigged? Last year it was rigged. I think we can all agree. <laughs> you know, say, you know, uh, but, yeah. How about you, Cog? What do you got going on? Yeah, that's chilly, chilling. Um, lot of reviews and 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 content coming. As far as um, Xbox giving me a lot to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> they, they gave you plenty of minutes this week. Yeah, get a lot to talk about. But actually, um, played a lot of Destiny yesterday. So I have a lot of thoughts on Guardian games. I have a lot of thoughts on these weapons and then strands. Um, scout that I'm kind of liking. It's kind of 200. Mm. Got a weird name, Thrax or something. Thraxipos. <laughs> I had to look. Thraxipos. I literally had to look it up. I was like, all right, how's yeah. this word said? You know I just saying? call her Terra. That's <laughs> Terra. probably better. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, for rocking that, we'll, we'll get into the logistics of it. But uh, yeah, other than that, been good. And then we got a. Uh, Great guest yeah. returning back, man. Don't have Thanks a massive intro, sorry to say it, but we do have an amazing returning guest. He's been here multiple times. Uh, friend of the channel that I've known probably longer than the show even existed, I think. Um, Mano, how you been, man? Hey, everybody. How you doing? Going on. We're good. How are you? That you're the guest. Things are things are good. Uh, I've been really busy IRL with a yeah. bunch of stuff that's going on around where I'm at, which is why I haven't made a video in like a month, but I'm hoping to get back on that train with a new season. Uh, games, I'm looking forward to Diablo and Zelda. Nice. Like when those two come out, like I don't have codes for them. I'm not fancy, but like I'll play, you know, I've never played Diablo on PC. I've always oh. been, I was one of those casual, like I, I didn't have a PC when Diablo three came out. So I just played it on console and loved it. Mm-hmm. But of course doing destiny and doing all those things, you know, um, what's weird is Diablo four is kind of better on controller. Did you play oh, it at all during the beta? Have, yeah, I did it's not. Like made it yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like weirdly very good controller friendly. Like, I don't know if that's a, an intentional change because there's more players there or at least people who pay for the game or what the, sure. what the plan was but yeah it's been interesting 
Yeah, it's really good, man. It's so good. On both and then Zelda, that's surprising for a streamer. You streaming 480p or what? Uh, I may stream Zelda. We'll see. I, d- I did a little bit of Breath of the Wild, but all right. My thing is like Zelda is like one of those games that I don't think of as work. Like I don't think of as like something yeah. I have to. It is my, like the last time Breath of the Wild came out, because like, I'll give you the story. Um, oh. When I lived in South Dakota, I lived in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I was teaching there and stuff like that. But that was when the Switch came out for the first time. I got the first, like they had like the the, the early um release of the game and stuff like that like in all of south dakota i had the first nintendo switch in the state and i was like the first person that got because like i was the first person in line at best buy it was great um got like the collector's edition but like i never played it on my tv i always like played it when i was traveling so it's it's like that game like it's not one of those games that i play like constantly um it's kind of like a guilty pleasure game and so I kind of think I'm going to do the same thing if I'm traveling or do anything else like that. Do do uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I may stream it. There've been some. There's been some interest. Um, but I think that Ooh. just like the build crafting options and oh, stuff it like looks that. So much fun. But I just can't. I told myself, and I told him this last time. <laughs> I'm going to wait until there's some other Switch hardware to play it because I'm, yeah, I heard it's chunky. What a, like, what a hill to die on. I was like, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I was like, I haven't played much for Breath of the Wild. I would like to play that. It'd be kind of a way, like, if I know there's some Switch hardware coming up, it'd be a reason to come back to it. But I was like, it looks like a game I would play like 100 hours in with the crafting, the puzzle, and just be like, all right, Mm -hmm. how can I put these stupid mechanical puzzles together to do something? And it's like, I would spend way too long doing that stuff, and I may as well do that, you know, just at a later date when it looks a little prettier. It's like, I have way too much other stuff to play right now anyway. It's not like my backlog is an issue. Sure, I'm gonna miss the you know zeitgeist hype train, but I don't care. I'll get to it when I get to it. I, I yeah, have the, a, and I that's kind of like what. A, yeah, go ahead, Travis. My, my theory is as soon as that game comes out and he starts seeing clips on Twitter that he buys the game. Ooh, you guys want to place money on it? Will his stubbornness or he's his? Stubborn. How much money would you like know, to put on stubborn. it? He's stubborn. Stubborn. <laughs> he's stubborn. He has shown oh. over time. I've I've tried to test this theory with him, and he's. It would have to be a blind bet because you know. You live in Texas. We know you stand your ground. <laughs> I can't. I like how he always associates him with that. <laughs> Wait, isn't that a Florida thing? Uh, <laughs> Texas has standard ground laws. Yeah, I got a bunch <laughs> of friends who live in Texas. Right, right, e? them. right. Yeah, I think right. they do. Yeah, yeah, you guys mm-hmm. do. Okay. I'm now, now this is like getting back on on the tra- track with the Zelda thing. Is it is it downscaled or is like everyone having issues with in chugging the, the previews no. of the game when they're on TV or is it like when it's in the portable mode? I, I don't think it matters. It's running off. The it's, same just hardware, right? it's, it's just chunky. It's just chunky no matter what. Old. It's a little yeah. chunky. Well, it was but like, I mean, yeah, it's like six years. My old. example is I played Metroid dread. Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty close to locked at like 60. It was really smooth, but I was, mm-hmm. it was like locked at frames, but it does like the fr- the resolution scaling thing. There were points I know I was playing that thing at like 540p and I'm just sitting there playing that game. I'm like, this is a fantastic game. I can't like even just seeing it, like what would it look like on a PS4 Pro or anything like somewhat modern, like would be even better. That's all I'm saying does is that, does, does it really impact your enjoyment, though, like at all? I, I, mean, I, it, I don't know. I know some people are. I'm just saying know, I, I have the I call, option. I you don't have the option. There's no other platform to play it on. I'm, I have the option to wait because at some point Nintendo is eventually going to do a new thing. That's why I'm saying it like, probably will. They, they are. They will. are bound to do it sometime in the next 
but I don't year think and a it'll half. be. I don't think it'll be as soon as you think it is. People have been Ooh. saying the next year and a half for like four years with the switch. Well, then, sure. then, I, then I feel. True. I was that's like, I know true. they're that's making true. money I, hand I, over I, fist, I, but I, think, I feel like this I think is the last might just one. Miss I, yeah, that's what everybody says. I don't think that they're going to replace a console that consistently outsells every other console in the market. That's how I feel. Until I they mean, see that momentum fall down, and I don't see it coming. I think it's going to go the other way when Zelda comes out. So I think you are going to be waiting for a long time and miss out on a game you would have enjoyed. I that's still have I, to play Horizon Forbidden West. That I have so many other games to play. I'm not hurting to play anything. So, yeah. And this I have... The, I, just, I, I talk about this on the Sunday show. Mm-hmm. I call them the frame rate fascists. Yes, they claim be. that a game can't be good unless it hits a certain frame rate or whatever, you know, he benchmark not Nazis. I'm not saying that. He, he's not that, but, not that. And, and, and he admits that the game There are a lot of people like that, though. But there are a lot of people like that, that will that will shame you and say you cannot possibly enjoy a game if it yeah, doesn't no. hit 60 FPS. A lot of them are saying that about Jedi Survivor right now, a game I that, that I two frames per second and had a good time. <laughs> Maybe that's the other thing for me is because I play it in a portable mode. I don't really get like, I don't, I've got like a 1440p monitor, like right here. Like I'm not catching all that stuff. Like I just care if it just runs Runs, and like, I don't care because it's on the, it's on the small switch screen. So it doesn't need to be the best of the best. And again, it's that guilty pleasure. Like I'm just going to play it for me. I don't like, I'm going to play it at my time when I'm traveling so like for I'm me, it's not so much of a big deal, but if you're streaming it, yeah, that, yeah. that could definitely be an issue. 100%. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel I'm with you because it, it's like the, the people who primarily play docked, I feel are the people who probably resist the most because I'm sure. with you, man. I play it on the go. So like, this is like an amazing experience to be portable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, because the screen is small, you don't see all of the, you know, the fidelity issues or whatever kind of thing. So yeah, but I but I will side with E on this is that coming from this current generation and he's such a PC guy and the fidelity he's used to, it's hard to go down the day game sometimes and be like, like I've got like <sighs> I've probably got like a hundred hours in Breath of the Wild before I even get to that one. So if I want to play a Zelda game, I've got one that I barely touched waiting for me. Got you. So okay. it's like, and so you don't t- feel justified to touch. Sorry. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah. even played Breath of the Wild as much as I know I want to. So that's another reason. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my, yeah, my problem is like if you ask any of the frame rate fascists, hey, what are your top five favorite games? They will s- cite games from history that didn't run at sixty FPS. And so my, you know, my, pro- you know, it'll be like thirty FPS games for the SNES and stuff like that. And so my point is like, if frame rate does not guarantee quality then why is it useful as a metric? It, to me, it's really only useful if you can feel it in the game and it makes it demonstrably worse to you, right? Which mm. isn't always the case. Like, I, I don't really notice when Jedi Survivor doesn't run at 60 FPS. It's, I think for me, it's running like a consistent 50 on Xbox. Oh, but that game okay. isn't a game that needs to run at right. 60. Destiny is a game that needs to run at 60. Yes, 100%. Right? And so it's a, it's a very different experience. And I think it 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 differs from game to game and to me zelda feels great at whatever it was running at i i don't yeah. i couldn't tell you right i didn't have a yeah. i didn't have a, a screen frame rate tracker on screen and people will point that like oh there's no way you were enjoying the game put the tracker on the screen it's like no who thinks <laughs> that way when they play the game right? right like you think the average players like basing their enjoyment off of the little mm-hmm. green line and where it's at like that's just a crazy way to live so when you t- um, when you can notice it, that's the thing is like if you can make an immersive game experience and make it so this kind of relates to the Star Wars sequels. Like if you if you have a good story and you just notice oh, it in the background oh, and you just enjoy shot! it. 
Oh, he, he so, no, like the prequels did. That great story. But if you have like a good immersive experience, it doesn't matter what the frame rate was. Because like, I guess I grew up playing CRT, like Cathode Ray oh, 2, yeah. like oh, yeah. and Mega Man games and stuff like that. Mega so Man 3, man, that's, that's our game. I didn't get yeah, exactly. So like as long as it's an immersive experience, because, you know, we were talking, you know, you put out on uh, Twitter, e like what was like a, a game that released like I forget what it was like. It released when you graduated oh, from high school. It was like 18 or something, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. What did Max Payne run at? Like, because I oh, remember I, I love that game. I was probably like 20. Yeah. I mean, you slowed it, it down. It game. ran. You slowed it down. Exactly. It ran at like three Not frames per second. Yeah. yeah. Bullet time. <laughs> I think. I think that was a. Uh, that was the their engine taking a break. Right. Yeah. The yeah. hardware taking a break. <laughs> bullet the hard, time. The hardware was like bullet time. Yes. The hardware was like okay, great, great. Yeah. Yep. All of a yeah, sudden, you hear your game. PC just like like the fans just turn off for a second because yeah, like okay, we can like, take a break. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> the lights oh, in your oh, house day. get a little br- little brighter. <laughs> All right, all this ridiculous chat aside, we have a lot to talk about in the world of Destiny, but I do want to jump into Guardian Games first. Um, How's Guardian Games been treating? I know Cog said he's actually been playing a decent amount, so how's it been for you, sir? I like it. I like it. I've been fun. I mean, there's certain events. I'm trying to think the ones I hate the least. You got Festival, you got Guardian, you've got... What is the summer one? Solstice. Yeah. And then winter. I'm a, yeah, I'm a dawning guy. Dawn, I'm dawning. a Guardians guy. I'm a Guardians games guy. I'm lo- yeah, I'm like, noticing. Yeah, like, because what it is, is dawning is festive. Because I, I think New Year is one of my favorite holidays, really. Like, it's like, all right, it's the New Year. You know, what are we going to do new? You make all these, you know, proclamations or whatever. And I like the little wintry thing. And they always have the best outfits, I feel, on the dawning. The dawning outfits yes. tend to be the best for the classes. So I'm like, all right, cool. Then the cookies is just goofy. And it's just like, all right, we're going to go get what, what Eris want. <laughs> you know what I'm like, it's just goofy. So that part right there. And it's good. Dawning uh, is my least favorite cog. Really? You don't like it? What's your Terrible. favorite event? I'm curious about that. Just really quickly. Do I have to choose one? Yes, because so you don't like anything. They're so I need to know so when bad. you love something. <laughs> I think just... Ty, Travis is a, is a festival of the lost guy, if I were to guess. <laughs> I, I would say their armor is definitely the best because at least okay. they try to have some fun with it. I, I mm. couldn't tell you the years apart for the dawning. The, our, our, every year it looks identical. It's like, I'm a space reindeer. Like, I get yeah, 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 yeah. It's I've like, had enough of this. Yeah. So at least the Festival of Lost is like, you Christmas remember decorations years, throw up on your armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. They're all, they're all bad. Oh I don't like. He, got, he don't like that. He, we got to give uh, him some, some joy in life. Joy. <laughs> He's joy. a festive guy. Let me tell you. <laughs> So I'll no. say that, but Guardian Games is fun. And it's just like, you know, you come in there, you go to a little podium, you, you cash it in, you hear the little sound, you know what I'm saying? And then you <laughs> jump on, you hop on the thing, you know, kind of thing. But um, this year, I was like, okay, they're actually doing it. They're actually making a, an attempt to yeah, make this class a class response. competitive thing. So it was cool to be like, jumping a party, I'm like, Look at my fellow dress wearers. Look at my little warlocks out here. I said, okay, let's start this up. And I'm a huge fan of supremacy. Supremacy is old school Call of Duty kill confirmed. Yeah. That's like to me, stop the camping, stop just sniping in there. You're going to have to go get that medal. Yeah. And then you also got to play defense when your teammates act up and are too aggressive to pick up their medal. So it's this little push pull. I like that aspect of it. It was fun. You know, I played a couple matches. I will say the uh, strike stuff. 
interesting. But I like the loot. You know, I wanted a sh- I wanted a strand scout. I wanted I I didn't realize that the two hundreds I actually like a little better than the one eighties, which I believe is the hung jury. So yeah. I'm liking this one. Um, the guy I got a ex- is it, is the default one an explosive payload? Does everybody have yeah, that? Everybody gets the Zen payload, moment, explosive oh. moment. Kill clip is on the yeah. other side of the. Damn, man! I thought I was special. I mean, I was like, no, well, everybody I, I got that put on a Twitter. Yeah, everybody got like, that, yeah, got and then everybody yeah. got like the God Roll uh, title as well. Um, the title yes. with like eight perks on it. I got a reload masterwork, and I know somebody else got a range masterwork. So it's like mine's not yeah. the best there, but still. Right. So t- to me, the title I have Unforgiven the the seven fifty from the um what you call it dungeon. So Duality. I have I, yeah, do I, I feel that one's better? But for people who don't have, and I will say this about these um dawning weapons that I like, I like the intrinsic class yes perk i love that give us class ability because you know we got our pugilist we got our demolitionist but give us that it's very underrated for a specific build so yeah so far i've been liking it we just got to see you know how it goes I, i'm curious to see if uh you and uh trav continue your ticket war about you know content i'm really see if that's gonna re- rear its head up from last ticket year war? Yeah, you know yeah, the ticket the, 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 the card. The event in uh, event card. Ah, gotcha. Yes. Because I watched on. your oh, video. We got, we, got, we got money things to talk about in this episode. Yeah, yeah. we do. So Real quick, I wrote I got a, Yeah, we do. That's wrote, a big thing. I wrote, I wrote yeah. an IGN news story about it right before the show about the oh. price increase though. So you brought the, okay. And then E, I watched your video about you were very keen to stress. Yeah, because this is completely optional. This is completely cosmetic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, already know where this is coming from. One hundred percent. But like people, I mean, it's YouTube comments. I read more than I should, but I still try and get an idea what some people say or if people ask questions, I try and answer. Yes. Uh, usually that's what I'm trying to do. And if people are assholes, I just mm-hmm. skip over it. Yes. But no, it's like when it comes to the event card, it is 100% optional. Now, the triumphs are the same as if you want the seal and you want to check the boxes in game, fine. But if you mm-hmm. want to buy any of the cosmetics, yeah, it's going to cost you some money. So mm-hmm. I just, I don't care. I feel like that's just one of those things like I just don't care like most of the time when it comes to like ghosts I get tired of the fact that ghosts are not just ornaments anyway is kind of a weird a thing to me same thing when it goes to like the emotes I'm like if I get it cool if I don't no big deal that kind of stuff like that's the stuff I'm not really going to ever freak out about because there's plenty of I don't have like all of Eververse I never will so it's Mm -hmm. that I just don't care and that's just why I try and emphasize I'm like if you want this stuff, this is how you get it. If you don't want it, it is optional. You choose to spend the money. It's up to you. That's that's all I've ever thought about. It. Like, the real question is, is who yeah. bought the chair finisher? Oh, because God, I I'm thought about you. it. I thought about I it. I bought silver. I don't care. I'm the, the greatest finisher I in all of Destiny. It. Now, it's was there a glitch here? Was there a glitch where like the enemy like flies away, or is that supposed to happen, or is that a thing that even happens, or is it just like I think they fly away? Okay, I think they fly away. I don't know. They could do some different stuff with you, but I will tell you, like I allow myself every every year, I allow myself to buy silver once. And it's usually like the twenty dollar. So I get like two thousand. Because so you, usually... like foul... you buy ten thousand silver one time. A year. No, That's no, I buy... it's the it's the two thing I have been holding. No, I buy the. Uh, That's a way I to get around. Well, you know, I just treat myself. Which time. would lead to the, I'm sure, the thing that Travis is going to talk about with the with the price increase for the seasons, which I think is a giant L. Um, but like I, I allow myself, I'm like every once in a while, there's going to be something I'm going to want to spend money on. And like the chair finisher is like, I, I've always kind of just like, eh, whatever finishers come with the season pass. So the chair one was like of everything with guardian games. I'm like, you know what? Just, I'm going to buy it. 
it's 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 such a cool finisher it's really it goes hard it's it's the chair finisher and like everyone laughs when you see it so it's just like you're in in space fighting aliens and you just smack someone with the chair like you're in, in a wrestling match and i don't even like wrestling for the for the record i i, I want i got like two months when i watched like wwf when i was like six and then i'm good so you're good <laughs> big anyway. uh, a big mist on on having an announcer voice say oh he's going in for the chair and like an audience reaction <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. oh, there. There. oh if we get the audience there that, that would, would be, be funny would be huge or it's Great. just like the john yeah. cena thing comes in there yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh, my, oh, 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 my, oh, i was just gonna say my problem with the book thing the let's book go costing money there we go is the book is like you know you're going around and doing the event and there's no real big way to say like i'd completed the event right like maybe you can get the seal but like what is the event the the missions never really complete themselves you're sort of going forever and so the book is sort of like your your ticket right you're going around and you're getting all the stamps Mm -hmm. from doing the events and you're trying to mark them off of the list and then you get rewards off of that and without the book the event seems like a loose collection of triumphs that don't really have any relation to one another you know what i mean they're not really part of anything now do some of the triumphs have like do some of the triumphs have like uh a sparrow a shader some of them do right yeah yeah they do they yeah they they some of the triumphs in and of themselves have rewards is all but those are individual rewards that are sort of it's sort of like just a grab bag of random loose triumphs that some have rewards and some don't really have rewards they just give you like ticket tickets that aren't useful unless you have the book and so the problem with the book costing money for me is that the whole reason we're in the free to play model and apparently funding this event, it, funding the events is through the microtransactions that are already in the game, right? And the seasons that we pay for. And then you have to buy this book if you really, if you want to contextualize the entire event, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, the individual items you get are sort of just a carrot, but like the process of going around and marking all the stamps off your book and then being like, oh, I'm done, like that's paywalled. That's that's my problem with it. Is is is? Would I prefer it to be your way? Event feels very different. Would I prefer? Would I prefer if the fact that as you go through and do that stuff that the tickets wouldn't exist, and then if you did, like, the actual event card, it would be like something. I don't know. They're gonna do the event card, obviously, to monetize everything. Do I wish it wasn't there at all? Sure. Yeah. Of course, that would be the optimal world to be like run around and. But the if, they're, event if, cards they're the, if they're going to do the event card, why wouldn't they just do a free track and a paid track like they do with the season pass? You really that want it to get that complicated? In, that one, that way, the every, free track is the triumphs. Included. It's already, it's already complicated. Well, but the I'm saying the free are, track, track is the triumphs, and then your paid yeah, but, track uh, but, is the event card. But, but the, is I just don't care exactly? enough about this fight. I don't even <laughs> want to have it. No, here we but, go. The, the yeah, my problem, my problem is that you don't care enough. Oh. So fight fight, fight yeah, my, my, like it, it, you're saying, you know, it would be more complicated. My argument is it's more complicated the way it is now because it's unclear where you actually engage with this if you didn't pay. And so if they would just move the triumphs to the book, right, and make that the main way you engage and then have a free and a paid model, I think that solves a lot of their problems. But the idea that like the book is sort of the main thing you're engaging with if you're a paid player, that's like the goal is getting these tickets and getting these premium prizes. And if there's no way to engage in the event other than like a loose disorganized list of random triumphs, then it doesn't really feel like an event. That's my problem. So uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just want it to, 
I don't know. It's, it feels like they took the main. You want a cohesive experience. If they're going to put something out, you want something that's a cohesive experience together. Yeah. If I'm a, if I'm a free player, if I'm a free player, it should be very clear to me what the event is and what the win cons are for being like, I did the event. And I, I don't feel like that is right now. There's the seal, which is sort of like extra, extra level for the hardcore. But like, if you're a casual player engaging with this, you sort of just look at the triumphs and they're kind of in different places in a disorganized way. And then you see the paid thing and you go, this looks like something I can't really do unless I pay money. That's the impression I would get. See, like, as because I, I actually have it on screen here. Like, as I looked at it, I, I think they did this one year. Maybe they didn't. Maybe my memory is faulty. I, I think you're but thinking of D1. That it's possible. Like D1 Friday books. Yeah. D1 books. Um, I remember those. But like uh, the reason I think they did this, and like I agree with Travis. Like there should be like I open up this book, and this is like imagine like when you go to a sporting event, something like that, right? And sometimes like if you go to like tennis or like you go to like PGA things, like they give you like memorial uh, commemorative things. And like one of the things, if you imagine this is like one of those things, is like there's this book, and you can check these things out. Right now, the way that I look at it, if I was a designer, which I'm not, I've done some like review and like some study into design and some things like that with my with my real life stuff. But as I look at this, it's clear that they didn't necessarily design it with like the cohesive experience. It's literally just seasonal challenges, but Guardian games. Like if you look at it, the event challenges are literally just, hey, we took the seasonal challenge UI and UX concept Ooh. And we literally just, oh yeah. And by the way, underneath, here's the five, what is it? Five things? I'm literally clicking into it. Here's the five things for upgrading your event card. Yeah. So I see Travis, I totally see what Travis is. Like, make it feel like an event. Like, oh sweet, I get to open up yeah. my book. And the challenges are inside of it. And then if you want to do the paid tier, like maybe like underneath, like in the third or fourth page, the problem, like you get to see the, uh, you get to see the things you purchase. The problem is, is that if you're like going from like a pay pain, you want to get people to see the things they want to pay for. Like if you put it at the back or at the front, if you get to put it at the front, people are going to complain because they have to pay for it. If you yeah. put it at the back, they're not going to make money because it's not like incentivized like oh it should be like yeah. the first thing if you're if you're looking you, at you could also just make the tickets cost more and then like they or make their prizes cost more tickets and then make it so that if you pay you get double tickets but it is possible to you mm -hmm. know get all the prizes if you complete every single triumph in the book or something like that but you know the the whole I idea that season events are already kind of fundraisers, right? They're like bake sales for Bungie to sell all this extra stuff that they can I love that bake sale. <laughs> literally the bake sale. Yeah. Yeah. We literally yeah, bake cookies in one of them. Sale. Yeah, it's what? like, hey guys, we're having a, a fundraiser bake sale for the next Destiny thing we want to build. And mm -hmm. here's all these emotes you can pay for and this, this chair finisher and all that stuff that people mm -hmm. are going to buy. And that's totally fine. Yeah. But the fact that that's what it is. And then on top of it, oh yeah. And then there's a $10 entry fee to get into the bake sale. Like there's a cover charge to this event that seems insane and the fact that they added that kind of recently is like an extra i just bristle at it man it, it just feels there's to me a, like a there's a ton yeah. of monetization that's been happening that and it's just like the creeping microtransactions it's free to try like i don't i will not call destiny a free-to-play game no. it is not it is yeah. a free to it's try game because if you actually want to get into any real end game things, mm. oh yeah, like I have a lot of people in my chat specifically and in, on my YouTube videos is that mm. they can't be guardian rank 11. They, they cannot do it because they can't do the newest dungeon because they don't have a dungeon key. Yep. Mm. And so you're, you're stopping them from play, playing something. And it's just like, what are you doing? Like you can't be guardian rank 11. Oh, so they're crazy. stuck.
Yeah, and they can't be guarding rank eleven, and so they they're stuck. And, do you guys I mean, want to talk like, about? You guys want to talk about Travis's that's elephant that's in the room one. right now? Just get it out of the way. Let's just go. Here. Let's just go. That's we're here. We're here. Probably the biggest that's thing that snuck in, like from the Twab today. So oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I'm yeah I actually it. missed this, so I need to be educated. Continue. Price. Start the increasing the price. Yep. I'll tell you about it. Like just go. Their chart. The season passes used to cost if you were buying them all a cart one thousand silver, which is equivalent of ten dollars. They're mm -hmm. increasing the price by twenty percent to one thousand two hundred silver, which is the equivalent of twelve dollars. And they're charging more for uh, getting the ten level progression, which is increasing by ten percent from two thousand mm -hmm. silver, which is twenty dollars, to twenty two hundred silver, which is twenty two dollars. So it doesn't seem like much, but mm -hmm. it is. Uh, the thing that stuck out to me is they didn't really give a reason for it. They just said that they were investing in seasonal content, didn't say how this was helping or what players were getting more, or if this was just an inflation play or anything like that. And importantly, it does not match the packages that they sell their silver at. Yes, so that's if you buy, that's the one if you buy 1,000 silver, you get 1,100 for $10, which means that you would have to make another silver purchase to get to a full season pass amount. They also said that they're not making changes to the season passes for Lightfall, and they kind of said that as like a good thing, but also they physically can't because they already sold that to players. So uh, my guess would be that the final shape is also going to have an increased price because the only reason they're not charging players who bought it in a bundle more is because they can't because they already sold that bundle and you, you can't well, i mean the, the bundle already was more the bundle was right fifty dollars for the expansion fifty dollars like 48 for the season plus two so it was like because witch queen was 80 so it was 40 and then 10 yeah. 10 10 and 10 and this time it was 50 and we're like but we were getting like uh we just thought the price the kind of went count. up so now it just kind of comes out basically it's like if you're coming into season 21 that's where the hundred dollars kind of comes from now, because the season. Well, I I thought I thought that it. was more because now they're selling dungeons separately, right? And so you get the dungeon too. So th there's a couple, and you get the yeah. deluxe, there's the deluxe items. There's a couple things that kind of make it a little bit more opaque, but this is pretty like clear, cut and dried that they're increasing the, uh, the uh, the price there. And so um, I. Uh, I have a bit of a problem with this. I think it's bad messaging. I think they need to change the way that they sell bundles. My hope would be that if you're buying the season pass, you could click on a button that just says buy season pass and it would yeah. charge you the exact amount. 100%. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing yet, but uh, either way, it feels pretty, it feels pretty bad. <laughs> The way the, the way that this was announced as sort of like a footnote in uh, in the TWAB. It was very snuck in too. Oh, like yeah. it was very like it was in the middle of like some pretty heavy updates. Mm -hmm. And like there was like all the review of everything and the TWA this Wednesday at, at Bungie or this, you know, they've stopped doing big reviews on Thursday. Now everything is on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Um, but like they snuck it in in a way. And you're right, like as a consumer. I'm different than like a normal lay, like just normal person consumer who's having to choose like the, the games that they play plus the time and the, and the, and the investment that they're going to take. If you don't have a button for them to push, it's like you can spend exactly the right amount of, of right. silver. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that, and I could be wrong about this. There, there might be some pushback on that from like consumer. Like, I think that was a big thing in Britain too, is like you, you should be able to pay exactly what it costs for the thing. Like mm -hmm. I think that that there there was a big thing with the loot boxes and loot everything boxes, that happened with yeah. Star yeah, Star yeah. Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was something, especially in like the European Commission, that they talked about like you shouldn't have to pay more so that you could just pay for the the thing. Like I, I again, I don't know enough about it. I'm not in that 
part of the industry or whatever. But if they don't have an option to do that, I think that's going to be a massive problem. And there was still some bristling with the whole idea that the first time that they divorced the the dungeons from the expansions was Grasp of Avarice and Mm -hmm. the 30th anniversary, right? Yeah. Yep. And I guess we kind of accepted that because there was also ornaments and stuff that went with that because do, uh, Dares of Eternity was free and mm-hmm. Grasp of Avarice was like the dungeon. So you're ba- basically playing for a dungeon key and then all of those cosmetics. Right. And that was the first time we let it happen. And then like, it's like you get the dungeon key and then you just have the dungeons, mm-hmm. right? And I just feel like it's just continuing. They just continually, they're just pulling a little bit more every single time. You know what I mean? And I don't mind yeah. paying that. Like I want to pay the developers. I want them to, you know, to be able to be successful. And I want everyone who works there to do well, but there comes a point like where you have to, you have to give us a little bit of, how would you say a little bit more agency yeah. and like, yeah, yeah. And and it, I don't know if it, the quality it, is going to really increase that much. Like typically you would increase the quality and then you say, Hey, look, we did a lot to increase the seasons. Now we're going to charge more. And I think they're doing it in the reverse order. They're like, hey, give us money now. Trust us. The quality will go up later. And that yeah. that doesn't strike me as a very consumer-friendly tactic. To me, Bungie fe- is incre- Destiny 2 specifically is increasingly feeling like uh, an airline. Like, you know, the... Oh, the they they, they, they you yeah. Yeah. yeah, not just that, but also, you know, how like in, you know, the 1960s, flying on a plane was like a luxury experience. Yeah. You're sitting in like a sofa and got like cocktails served to you. Mm-hmm. And then they just started like taking away inches away from your leg room and, you it know, putting, just making you more and more in a box and it, and charging you for, for every little thing that you do. And it's starting to really feel like, you know, I'm, I'm flying United and and you know they 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 just took another two two inches away from my leg room and, and are charging me 10 percent more and it just it it doesn't feel very good and it doesn't feel like a premium game that charges you for you know expansions every year it doesn't feel a like cool... a premium experience because like yeah. i was always like why are you divorcing the dungeons from the seasons i know i guess yeah. like just charges 15 bucks for the season and then like the math is still the same right but like yeah. then everyone has the oh cool i want to get this season it includes this dungeon and you're good and then you have the cohesive experience then you can't have that argument of which season is better which season is worse because the dungeon is part of it that was the yeah. big thing with season of the haunted right everyone was saying well that season was my favorite well what did you really do you ran around the the old leviathan and the weapons were cool and the experience was pretty cool and the story was pretty good but i know a lot of people who checked out because they did it for a week and they're like oh cool i'll just craft some weapons if you do the dungeon the dun duality's great i oh, love duality awesome but it's it you it's technically not part of the season and it right. should be it's themed the same way it's part mm-hmm. of the storyline in a way and I don't, I don't understand why they do that other than it's just more monetization. Just make the seasons cost $15 and call it a day. I, that's just my take, but. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, and the sp- fact that you have, like, somebody buys an a la carte season, like, somebody who spends 12 bucks, like, this has got to be the only game where you can spend $12 on content that's gone in three months, where you can spend $12 on mostly mm-hmm. anything where content goes away yeah. quickly. I mean, quickly. the expansions yeah. stay around, but, I mean, you spend 100 bucks on a season or on the full year of mm-hmm. Deluxe, and, yeah, we get the dungeons. Those stay around. So in a sense, we're kind of paying for those, but yeah. the seasons go. So it's like you don't even Prophecy, have to hold on. Yeah. To Prophecy was free, but I forget yep. why. It was free with Season of Arrivals, right? I think yep. that was right. 
Yeah. So that was like the it first was dungeon. It was that like, was their model before they just introduced right. this right before they changed it. Yeah. Specific content, like yeah. the, it, it's it's been so long. We're so far gone that people forget that that was the way they used to do used business. To do it. Like yeah, they used to like for a year of an expansion, and then you'd get everything that that year had. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I mean, Whisper the Worm was free to everybody. Just because you went to IO and mm -hmm. did the thing, you didn't have to yeah, own right. a season to You'd be able to, own do the, season to do, to the, do the exotic yeah. mission. And now it's like, yeah. okay, you got to pay to play on a lot of different stuff yeah. at this point. And, and again, I don't scoff for paying for things, mm -hmm. but there comes a point where it's like, it's like when you go to a sports game and you go for the experience. Well, you, now you need to pay 10 extra dollars for the extra seat or like the, the comfy seat. And then you got to go and you want to buy hot dog well the hot dog is 25 dollars. oh do you want ketchup then it's five more dollars yeah. oh do you want a lid on your drink that's five more dollars so <laughs> someone doesn't like just let it's me just... buy let me buy the experience once that's kind of the exactly. biggest thing why like yeah, right. yeah, let me buy it a, one time don't, don't there needs to be a don't bother me version of destiny where you pay for it and <laughs> they, just, they stop bothering you they yes just no. let you play the damn game yeah for real play all that you play all the season passes you get to play all of the you know guardian game booklets and all that stuff because it's gotten to the point where whenever i log on to destiny for new content i on one hand i'm like oh it's exciting on the other hand i go i wonder what they added that they're going to ask me to pay for because right. i already paid like it's crazy that you can buy the full year of destiny and then they ask you to pay for a booklet for guardian games right right yeah, no, I, I think for me where it really hits me is i am you know I am the multi-platform Destiny person, right? I'm planning so on getting it twice. A, a, right, I, like I'm trying to buy the Rog Ally. One of the reasons why, as E knows, the Steam Deck frustrates me is because Bungie's policy or whatever with the Linux compatibility that they will not allow you to play it on Steam Deck, which defeats the purpose of Steam. I really wanted to do that. So the Ally suits me because Windows 11. And then actually, I want to test out the Epic Game Store version of Destiny just for giggles, just mm -hmm. to see. But what bothers me is they created this whole cross-save initiative to unify all these multi-platform multi stores, but I literally have all the content, all my paid seasons on one account, and that doesn't transfer to everything else. So if whatever new platform I go to, I have to buy Witch Queen again. I have to buy the seasonal content again. That bothers me. Because at the very least, don't penalize me for wanting to try to attempt to play it on another platform when I've already played that. That's the part where the nickel and diamond really gets to me. I'm like, come on, buddy. And E, we've already had the conversations about Forsaken and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, that that's that's the thing. I, I really wish they would encourage that cross-save, cross-platform environment more by not nickel and diming that. At minimum, discount. And they're, <laughs> missing, yeah. they're missing a W, too, because... Yeah. If you will pay for it once, mm -hmm. mentally and psychologically, you think about the purchase up front and you think about it like when you first get into it. And then like for me, since I bought Lightfall and all the expansions or like all the stuff that goes for this year, I don't think about it anymore. Yeah, I don't like either. it's a one time purchase. So if you're constantly putting psychological stress on your consumers about every purchase that they need to make, you're taking an L. And that's something like, because it constantly feels more expensive, even though it's not, it's really not more expensive. If you think about, what was it like $30 for the, um, the, what was it? Grasp of Avarice dungeon, the 30th yeah. anniversary yeah. pack, wasn't it like $30? Yeah. And now the dungeon pack is two dungeons for 20 bucks, which is better than that. But it 
feels more expensive because they're, I wouldn't say nickel and diming. It's because they're splitting everything and making it so it's a la carte. Whereas if it was right. a cohesive experience, you'd say, I want to invest in playing Destiny this year. I want to, I want to play for like, you know, I got some time. My friends are playing into it. And when you invest in it, it feels good because like, I don't think about repurchasing the season. It's just done. But then the problem is, is that just like Travis said, you've got your event card. Why do I need to pay for an event card? I've paid for the year of destiny. Why do I need to do it again? It just you feels transmog beyond the first five every season. Yeah. So there's like, yeah. There's, yeah. there's no way to catch up on transmog. If you want to have right. all of the armor you've acquired transmogable, you need to just pay up because there's no way you'll ever catch up. They introduce no. armor sets faster than uh, you could possibly clear them all. And I hit the cap every season, by the way, on that. And it's tough because I have to choose which five I want. It's an easy yeah, thing to do. If you just play like a non fashion, just a non fashion doing do all this fashion. I did it like last season and I didn't even try. It was just like we were yeah, doing some do raids every, do every so often. It like knocks that self out. Yeah. The, the, those, those, uh, those, um, bounties are super easy to complete. Yeah, like easy. you just, you pick them up and then they just get completed by you just playing the game. So. There's just too many things they're selling. So a question for you guys. What would be so final shape? <laughs> you don't have to worry about now. Granted, there's a line in the TWAB when they mention they're looking at their content structure for final shape, which makes me yeah. wonder. I, I was like, I've been thinking about this for a hot minute because I'm like, season 25, what is going to happen in this crazy game when we do the big finale of final shape? You're like, well, what's gonna happen in the next three months? Mm -mm. Not a clue. I have no idea what they're gonna do there, but Pretend it was a normal like season. What would you guys put a price on to her? Like, what is the leave me alone cost for each of you? I'm curious. What is the like Bungie doesn't touch me and I can just outside I don't even know if you you can't what bundle is, is, all of Eververse in there, but yeah, it's like what does leave me alone mean? Does that mean everything but Eververse? Or... Everything but Eververse. So event, transmog is, transmog is covered, your event cards are covered. Uh I don't $150. know. If any... $150 is my leave me alone price. Dog, what's yours? For, For a final shape? Uh, just pretend final shape functions in the same For way. We know we have three seasons. For year stuff. Yeah, for a year. A year of stuff, assuming there's one expansion per year. Yeah, assume it's Somebody like this 1K. year. Yeah. yeah. This guy's balling. $1,000. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think you're buying the rest of the, the shows. Um, Editions. Yeah. yeah, so basically it's like hey, Austin, feel free to drop and, a and the seasonal content. transmog, and the seasonal content, event cards. Don't have to worry about any of that stuff. The only thing Eververse would still exist. That's the only thing that's gonna be there. Um, probably like price of what a retail game is now, like 70. I'm going in there. Damn, 70. that's a leave me alone price. So yeah. that's your full year is 70, so less than it is now. So basically because this year was a hundred. Yeah, like, you, you just you just asked Cog like give me your best offer, and he just slid the paper across the table and said, "My offer is this: that nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. You know, I mean, like, I Willy mean, Wonka. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna buy the seasonal stuff, but the what the 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 content, the experience used to be like thirty thirty five. What I remember. Well, they've slowly trickled up. Yeah. Right, they slowly trickled up, and then the seasonal content would be like twenty twenty five. So there, I, there, there, I arrived at my you know, 50 kind of range. And then I'm figuring another 20 for your little, you know, 10 here for a season there of content or access card here. And you're saying that's an expansion in three additional seasons for $70. The seasons currently are about 10 bucks that are going up 12. So we're going three seasons, not for you, three seasons. And so yeah, that's like an 80, 
I'm still not at the hundred. So you think Lightfall right now is overpriced for the year? Yeah, because my feeling is like, if I'm going to buy all in bulk, you should give me a discount. <laughs> That's just me. Like, like if I now if you want to nickel and dime me, and I'm like, well, I don't know, I'm gonna get this season, and that season. Then yes, you should pay the ten to twelve dollars for each individual. But if I commit to you and I say, yo, let's get married at the top of the year, I'm in, <laughs> right? Give me the, the the homeboy special. Give me that, you know, between that, you know, 75, 80. Let's go. Okay. That's well, just me. You're, you're living in slightly a dream <laughs> world because you're asking for more than we get now for less than what we're paying now. So anyway. I don't think that's a dream world. I think that is a completely reasonable ask considering that most games you buy for $70 and they never bother you again. Never and leave. a lot of them continue to support you. Look at Witcher 3. How many years of support have we gotten for that? The only time they've ever Diablo asked for season- do you know if Diablo 4 season passes are going to be paid? They're going to cost money. Yeah. Okay. They're going I was to curious. I honestly don't know. Yeah. yeah. But they're also changing their model from Diablo 3's. Diablo 3's model was you play the same content, but they've got some cosmetics you unlock, and it was pretty low impact. This is, they're adding story content, expansions, new areas, new classes, like a bunch of stuff. And so the support model is also going to be much, much better. And I think they've proven that they're, Right. Diablo does not appear to be a nickel and diamond game. It's just kind of a standard live service game. And my okay. and my also comment real quick, my other comment argument is again the price of gaming has gone up as well as the fact that they still have microtransactions in the game. Tess, you said it's still going to be there. They're still going to be getting the the emotes, the the dances, and the you know the things. Well, what's that, your I just need your number. What's your number for your year? Let's give them let's give them eighty. Let's give them eighty. Okay. Let's so you, you okay, Mano. I'm at. All right, so I put my calculator here on screen. I don't know if it actually is showing up or not. I'm willing to pay $100, period. So if I do the math right here, so it should be, let's say the expansion is $40, then let's say you get four seasons at $10 a pop. So that's $40, plus you pay for a dungeon key. So that's $100. Plus, if you're going to think about like, say, for example, you're going to do like all the little things that go along with it, like the Guardian Games book mm, and like yeah. Festival of the Lost and all those yeah. other things. Let's just say that that's 10 bucks for every one of those. So that's 40. I believe in COGS like mm. ideas. If I'm going to invest in you, you got to give me a little bit of a discount because I'm yeah. buying all this stuff up front. So I'm willing to spend $100. I could see 125 100 to 125 for the entire year. But that means you need to give me all the books. You need to give me all the dungeons. You need to give me, um, here, let me get this off screen here. Um, no, you got to give me, I like the money. I like that. I like that. Float around your head. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, just like, man, like, uh, sweet. Here you go. But no, like for me, I like the idea of a hundred dollars. Cause like I, I could see a hundred, $125. If I was a parent, cause that's the other thing is like, I, I used to, well, I still am a teacher. Um, but I used to have a lot of parents who would be like, well, you know, we got to pay for marching band for the year. Like they had to raise a certain amount of money. And like, you have to think about that. Some parents like don't even think about it, but some parents like they have to like buy shoes, they have to buy like stuff for their instruments. And then if you think about it in terms of like a consumer entertainment product, and you think about that, another way to think about it would be like $10 a month, 12, $120, give them a $5 tip, $125. I, I could be okay with that. But then you think of it like a, a like a subscription service because I don't, I never played WoW like really. What was WoW every month? Wasn't there a subscription with that? Uh, it was like Anybody? 13 bucks a month at probably the low yeah. end. If you, that was 13 that? bucks a month if you paid 
in advance if you like paid in advance i think it was 15 bucks a month if you did monthly something like that and they they, yeah. they had a pretty big uh like don't bother me energy with that like if you paid the subscription you were fine oh that's yeah, yeah. you that's all you paid yeah that was yeah. it yeah, yeah that's all you paid and, yeah. and i like that idea of just like i am i am investing in this i'm investing in your service so here 125 to like i really think that if all the like all the production and stuff like that it probably costs 150 dollars. but if i'm buying it all up up front i'm giving you all my money you know you aren't going to have to sell me on it again you've sold me on the experience 125 like give me a 25 dollars discount yeah. on it uh, as a, as a parent if you see 150 dollars, that's that's a pretty substantial like thing and again we're not paying for all these things for kids but if you look at Fortnite and all those other things, those are that's part of the math for some of these people. Even though I don't think Fortnite is the cultural zeitgeist it used to be. Yeah. So I could see 100 to 120 $25 I think is is right there. Mm -hmm. But right now I bet if we add everything up and you're doing it piece what what is Lightfall and everything else? $100? Oh, if you go to Oh god, I did this before. Um wasn't it $90 the the actual deluxe edition? I can't remember. Yeah, I did I mean it. Yeah, so okay, so that's that. So the other thing that's hard do, about it is if you live in Australia. Yeah. If you live in Australia or something like that, it's way higher. Oh, I yeah. know that Shillup yeah. talks <laughs> Gillup <laughs> talks about that all the time. Uh, yeah. about how things are significantly more expensive in Australia. Uh, hundred and eighty five for Lightfall plus annual pass. That's a hundred. Legacy collection, which is Shadow Keep, Witch Queen, and Beyond Light. And then 25 for the 30th anniversary. I think that's everything you can buy on that front. Yeah, I think 125 is fair because you're getting like for if you're thinking about like the year of content, leave me alone. I just like that. I like yeah. that number because you can say it's like 10 bucks a month. Better than yeah. going to the movies once a month. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the realm of 125. Um, and honestly, that's kind of one of those things to where if you do 125 just up front for the year. And it covers your event cards. That'd be kind of a nice little benefit. Or you can do it as thirteen bucks a month. Something like that adds up to one fifty three. I think the math was. If they give you thirteen uh, bucks a month, then they need to do what Elder Scrolls Online does and give you an allowance every month for you to buy premium content. What if that was fifteen bucks a month? Two bucks more. I don't. I just don't think it's worth it. I'm just. But yeah. I'm again, messing. It, but I'm like. If, so if, if it was a leave you alone, fifteen dollars a month, I think ends up being what one seventy. Something like that. It's 15 times 12 is 180. Yeah. 180, See, the value yeah. proposition there is that you much. just get it. You're just like, sweet. Like, and it would make people more excited because it's like, sweet, I paid for this thing. Instead of having an event where people feel like they are missing out on stuff, which I know that there's the whole psychological thing with that. I'm excited because like, sweet, I get the, I get the chair finisher because I bought, I bought the, the pass. I bought, I, or maybe they make it so you can buy one thing from the store. Like you get like kind of like the allowance, like you have the ability to just like, I'm going to go into the store. I get to buy one thing and then everything else I have to pay for silver. I could, I could get behind that. That's not the end of the world, but it just, you're right. It's the constant nickeling, diming and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's rough. Yeah. So. The, the payment model sucks. And I think we can all agree price increase is bad. I think the messaging is bad. And I think the way destiny is currently modeled and is charging players is not good. And yeah, I mean, I know we would all probably pay for a leave me alone model, but mm -hmm. some people don't have that luxury. And I just think Destiny is really confusing right now to get into, not just as, you know, the tutorial and new player 
new live experience or whatever, but also just because the landscape and what you need to own and what you need to buy and what it costs extra and all that stuff is extremely confusing. And I include the Guardian Games booklet thing. To me, that's the most extreme, like the most like ex- confusing purchase that you can currently make in Destiny is that one. Maybe that and the dungeons. The dungeons are also really confusing. So yeah, interesting. E. Uh, no, I mean that's yeah. I was kind of in the same place as I said. Like we've kind of come to a reasonable number, and again. How much do you get out of that 100, 125, 150, whatever? How many hours do we play this game over the course of a year? Where how much fun do you get out of it? How much do you get out of other games and value? And all those comparisons can be made. But as Travis said, it doesn't feel great right now. And when it's hard to recommend someone else to play it, something isn't right about that. And I feel like that situation needs to be looked at on their end. Now, maybe mm-hmm. they have charts and financial analytics that tells them everything they're doing is amazing and they're making bang. You can pay to skip the campaign. I was like, we got on Another that the other $40 week. charge, yeah. I was like, crazy. that's 40 bucks for the other two characters. And I think you, yeah, I was like, I think you even said like Diablo's just not going to do that. And it's just like. And it incentivizes them making bad content, by the way. That's the worst part of that. It, like, I, I, I don't just hate Destiny doing that. I hate when. Uh, like games like Assassin's Creed do that. The XP boosts and stuff. The XP boost. And then when you have double XP boost, you're like, wow, the pacing of this game feels correct. And then when you play it without the XP boost, you're like, this feels like they made it artificially long so that bad game design so that they would sell more XP boosts. And that sort of stuff where it incentivizes bad game design so that they can make a sale is very scary to me. And I think it is a legitimate threat to the uh, creative vision of the people working on games. I, I really hate that stuff. Yeah. So hoping we get to see some improvements in the future seasons and final shape, if they can prove, because right now, especially when you do this, just the feeling in the community isn't great. I mean, guardian games may be a little bit of fun. People may be enjoying supremacy, but overall the course of thoughts over this season didn't resound in a really high ranking manner. It was not reviewed very well. And I think this yeah. is a really bad time to do this. Maybe something they have to just rip the band-aid off now and deal with it later. But I want them to, at this point now, prove it to us why this is going to be worth it. It's like, if we sit here and debate that, like, whether it's 80, 100, 125, 150, I just want to know that whatever I spend on this thing, that it's going to be worth it. And that's what I hope in the future is that they prove it to us. Because this past season and expansion has a long way to go. And hopefully this coming season, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. makes up for some of that which is unfortunate we're trying to look for making up for something we already committed to but season 21 we do have an abilities tuning preview um to sum up all supers all all supers do bar damage <laughs> all supers have damage mitigation and titans can no longer shoulder charge for mobility cool all right we're out <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the big piece i'm going to hit on the points here but that is as a Titan, there was like one debuff in here and it, it hit me. So it hit Travis and I. So. Um, but your golden guns, PVE damage, 20% higher. Arc staff higher. Spectral blades, 35% PVE damage. Mm. Heavy attack weakens targets on hit. Gathering mm. storm, more PVP changes for like player damage. But I think the idea is that thing's going to do damage to Well of Radiance, Ward of Dawn, and kill players more. So hopefully that's more viable. Fist of Havoc. Cheaper to use each of the attacks. The heavy attack hits 33% harder. Blinds targets near the center. Glacial Quake, you have better speed and better damage on the light attack. 
Sentinel damage, hammer is 20% more. Hammer soul, 10% more. Burning Maul, 10% more. The Cyclone attack applies Scorch over time. Warlocks, Nova Warp, 15%. Bullet charge attack now makes enemies volatile. Nova Bomb, yeah. just 20%. Didn't even know that needed that, but that's fine. Yeah, I was surprised by that. That's yeah. a bonus. Stormcaller, 25%. Uh, yeah. damage ramp up while attacking occurs more quickly. Landfall Get detonation now jolts targets. Get those braces out, fellas. I'm telling y'all. Chaos Let's reach. Go. PVE damage, 25%. Uh, continuous damage now will jolt the target. Um, maximum strafe speed is a little more. Adjust the camera so you can see what you're looking at, which I actually like. Yes. Sometimes you start that, yeah. you're like, I hope I'm hope I'm firing at the right thing in that area. Yeah, a little. We're gonna come, come, yeah. Like ah. Winter's Wrath <laughs> is a PVE damage ten percent. I don't know if that's enough because I feel like the crowd control is nice, but the super damage doesn't feel like it's gonna do very much. Question. Because the new gloves, the new gloves that they dropped for it, oh. uh, really increase the damage. So that's a mitigation, so it doesn't get too out of control. Hunter, we already know the threaded spike is gonna be much chunkier and beefier. Uh, Titan Frenzied Blade going to be faster depending on your charges. Warlock Arcane Needle. Uh, we're going to uh, basically have faster velocity, increased projectile tracking. Uh, the grapple is going to be shorter cooldown, and minimum cooldown is basically non-existent. Thread Generation. They are reducing the uh, energy generation provided by some damage over time mechanics and trace rifles. And I think this is the thing where, like, if you do damage, you get your grenade back. Is that right? Is that what that is? Yeah, because, I mean, I can see trace rifles. I get enough damage from, like, a scout rifle or a pulse rifle, so I can imagine trace rifles are just like... Bruh. So, that makes sense. I broke Travis. You broke Travis' face. For our audio listeners, Travis is currently in the middle of a stroke. Stasis tuning updates. Withering Blade. Not cool, bro. Not cool. I know. Oh, that's not cool. All the things Travis has ever said, he's not happy about that one. What would you do, E, if like I I talked all the shit that I talk, and then like as soon as you said anything to me, I just started crying. That right that right there would be an example of can't can't take what he dishes out. So and I'd be like, my mascara running down my face. Tough love coming in. Why do you do this? Yeah, when you wear guy liner, then I think you will be crying. So guy liner. Guy liner. No, I don't. Unless you're wearing like flesh toned guy liner, you're not doing it. Have you ever have you ever seen yourself in like eyeliner mascara? Is I've I've done it for theater. I haven't done it. A friend has and stuff like that. It's weird. I look so good. I look I look way better than i do just on the street i like, have a friend so i have a friend his girlfriend did it for like a joker costume or something and she's like oh he looks so good in eyeliner i'm like you guys have fun <laughs> honestly <laughs> he's doing it. Guy, guys should wear should wear makeup like have you seen guys they're they're i've seen this not, ugly mug you know. every day in the mirror i'm i'm yeah. very lucky to be married trust me <laughs> average guy on the street and you're like you could use a little help I, I little, really use a little touch up, little touch up, yo. I really wish that guys could feel okay. I can't, I'm in the man box, like, I see that stuff, and I'm just like, nah, Travis, I, Travis I, is in the man box until you meet him. The Sorry, man box. Dude, I, I just I am. I, my brain f- works that way. I just I look at certain things and I have no interest in it, and I'm just I, yep. you know, I'm in the man box. What are you gonna do? But guys should wear makeup because you, you need help, boys. You really these, do. These are, 
there listen there are some guys like who is it vince vaughn he needs a little bit like he's got the, like the the, the bags yeah, he's yeah. Got the, like the, 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 I, I thought you're like hold on let me go home yeah, his, his bag. he's wow. got like the yeah. the the bad like i mean he just needs to get some sleep, sleep. He, he probably yeah, has he done some, <laughs> some bad stuff I've when he was younger and i can't get these bags gone i really do need a touch-up i'm telling you guys just a little also, just a little maybe a mani petty you know, I've had a pedicure. Listen, I've had my, a pedicure. I don't care. About I, know, that. I bet you have. Right. I, no, I, I could tell you, yeah, E for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't get them all the time. I'm just saying I've had one or okay. two in my life. Like you and the girls go out, you get, you get yes. many petties. Around. Have you ever had a manicure uh, I, I, or a pedicure? I've, ne- I've never a had a manicure. Okay, had a okay thank you. I, I love how you're I, like, oh, I, I know East only had one. I've totally had one too. I've, no, I've had a pedicure. I, the feet I, was I, out I, of control I, one time. I was like, they gotta do this. <laughs> I live in the man box. There's something in my brain that won't let me do it, even though I know that it would be good for me. That's just that's just how I am. I, feet, I recognize man. I'm a victim. I'm a victim here of the of the societal expectations, but it's just true. But I have a guy friend who gets pedicures with his wife all the time and he sends me photos of it his feet oh. in the back himself getting touched up because he knows how i feel about it he's like check this out check this out i look amazing and i'm and in the back of my head i'm like god if i had the if i if i didn't have this, this mental block i would love to get a you want to know the best looks, part is it looks great so looks like great. my my wife's parents have come in town and my wife and her mom my they'll wife. go and then they've asked before be like hey do the guys want to go too so all four of us have had pedicures at the same time so me my wife and her mom and dad all four of us have been like in the same set of chairs so it's been a whole family ordeal I love this. apparently i've got compliments in chat yeah this is fun oh, right? yeah yeah somebody, somebody thinks she's hot so many things I've got expressive eyes. I, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a great way yeah. of saying that I'm ugly. Uh, but uh, yeah, Travis then, has uh, a great personality. Oh wait, yeah, that's, exactly. That's oh, <laughs> but we, but we all know that that's not true. That's no, he doesn't. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I don't like, have Travis, a great personality. Yeah, yeah. it's like how he's got a fiance right now is uh, beg beg some questions. But you know, it really does. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a it's a charity project. Charity, think, yeah, she's trying to fix you is what she's doing. Uh, only Good luck. Thing. So oh, destiny. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Man, I was like, "What podcast am I on? Why am I here?" By the way, destiny's a thing. That's what I want the show to be. I don't want, uh, you know, we're going through all the stats on the TWAB. Really, like, I am trying to go through these quickly. By the way, I was trying to blow through them fast. So, um, withering. Stasis tuning updates, Withering Blade, a uh, little better tracking, Titan Shiver Strike, better tracking. I don't know if that's ever going to feel good, but good luck with that. Frost Pulse now provides a little bigger lunge range as well. Um, Is that tight- a bigger radius for the Frost Pulse? Uh, two meters additional oh, melee ooh. lunge range after activation. Okay, so it is. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Titans, as I said, our Shield Bash, um, Seismic Strike, and Hammer Strike all cost 15% of our melee. So basically, they're going to bring the cooldown a little bit, but if you use your mobility melee, um, it's going to cost you 15% of your melee energy. If you're at 100 strength, once this is out, it would take you seven seconds to get that back. Mm, interesting. I was like, and now, what's the cooldown on Icarus Dash when I'm just like running around? Not that long, right? And I also want to ask, with Icarus Dash, there's no sprinting warm-up for a second where I have to, like, build up the charge. Correct. So you can now have faster mobility and you don't have to prep it. Just saying. I don't know why they're doing this. Yeah. 
Doesn't feel fair. That's the one mobility thing we have. And I feel like we've been down, Travis, tell me if I'm wrong, but haven't we been down this road before? Like the like shoulder charge, not shoulder charge, too much, too little, one shots, not yeah. one shots. And now it won't one shot. And on top of the non one shot, now if I use it for mobility, it's gone for a little while. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not a fan. That's, is, all. It, that's the only it, thing I was it, a fan of. It, it is stupid. I don't know if shoulder charge needed another nerf, but also it is one of the items in the toolbox that is the most like oppressive. low skill. Yes. They're not, not oppressive at all. Like, Warlocks and hunters have melees that are at least equally irritating. But they are like they are they are equally like low skill. Like if you get killed by that, or it's sort of on you, right? And so I don't. I to me, yeah, I, I don't. I, I just can't bring myself to care about this. If you're relying on shoulder charge that he much cares. for your PvP style, he cares then, about this big time. I'm just much why do you more think the idea about it. I don't I know never why. I don't know why they why care, and I don't even shoulder charge that often. Lately, I've just been playing more like void and kind of mid range stuff. But it's more the idea mm -hmm. of like it doesn't seem necessary. That's the only thing is yeah. it's one of those where I'm like I don't know the logic behind it. That's all. Th that's my point. That's my problem with it too. Is I don't get the logic. But that said, mm -hmm. who who is actually out there shoulder charging in the current meta? Where I don't see it know, often. Uh, move, machine guns can blow through you. And Thank you, know, you, man. you shoulder yep. charging? Really? You shoulder charge? We have to use it. We have to use an exotic flawless, solo flawless, yes. multiple times. Put on that peregrine strike. There's they always going to be some person who doesn't know, like he's going to peek around corners yep. and he's going to, I got my immortal adept. Well, cool story, bro. I'm going to come around the corner. You're going to try and backpedal. I'm going to slide, jump in the air for just a second. You're dead. Your other team teammates are going to be peeing their pants because they don't mm -hmm. know what to do because you're in the other side of the map. I would still say the nerf was okay because being able to use it as a free getaway, get out of jail free card is a problem. Yeah, like, these are the titans I see you. I, like you just being able to like get out of situations. Are you? But I would well, literally argue, a hunter does that forever. Exactly. Yeah, and warlocks and warlocks, warlocks can do it that too. you play again. As yeah, we soon got as off. you start to push them, as soon as yeah. you start to push them, if they're just if they're on um uh Icarus Dash, they're Icarus just like, dash. oh backpedal, yep, and then back they down. just yeah. that's all yep. they do. And so, like as a Titan, your only way <laughs> right, it doesn't well, it, there's a cooldown on it. There's I think cool that down. the cooldown is the same amount of time mm -hmm. as the Icarus Dash. Hello. I could see it being oh, equal. Oh. We'd have to see it play out. But really, there's no extra mobility that the Titans have, and I get we're not supposed to be the mobile class, or we're not supposed to be the mobile class. But at the same time, is like warlocks have that extra piece, and like I already feel like with the fire, the fire, the fire belt situation is awful. Um, but I just feel like Titans had that one thing, and they're like I think everyone knows that they feel good right now in supremacy because supremacy requires you think a he's close on your range side here. I don't think he is. No, he Who's that? He continue, continue, man. Keep talking. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to make like a, a nuanced yeah, approach like to it. Like I understand mm -hmm. it, like, but I don't think it should necessarily cost like melee energy. Like it would be cooler if it did the same thing as a curse dash. It's yeah, like, I, you used your melee, five second cooldown. Like if you don't, if you don't use it, like if you don't like you use it for it, mobility like, only, right? Right. If right. you're using it for a mobility piece, then you put a cooldown on it. Like, Icarus and I would dash, be fine if that was equal. It's not. Mm -hmm. But it's that's not exactly idea. exactly. Maybe that's their idea is that they have to tie it to that. And again, we don't know how it's going to play out until we actually see it. Because maybe you could spec into a hundred strength, but no one's going to do that. No They're going to all do recovery 
and for PvP at least. Yeah, we can see that. Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you guys are saying. It should be equal, but also, I I just can't bring myself to care about this. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's a lot of cope out there too. There's a lot of people who are like, "Oh my," I I just think it needs to be different. I don't think it's bad. I just think it needs to be different. That's all. It's not that big of a deal, in my opinion. That's right. Uh, knock out a smaller range, but more PVE damage. Shield throw is going to have a little more damage, but better tracking because that thing whiffs all the time. Will it? Will it? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've seen that patch note like four times and the shield is <laughs> still That shield throw is still it. bad. It's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. Um, Sunspots do a little more damage to players. I think that's kind of re reverting a bit of a nerf. Uh, the mm-hmm. snare bomb weakens for longer in PVE, like double the length. That's actually really good. Uh, gives you a nice little tool. The proximity, weighted, and lightweight knife, um, better tracking, more damage versus players, and Ooh. like better better tracking and speed across the board on that one. Gunpowder gamble, by the way, reduce the gamble in half uh, the cooldown in wow. half. half yeah. That's actually big. Uh warlocks, incinerator snap, fixing the issue, preventing the secondary projectile from arming, uh, reduce mm-hmm. the damage from players from 150 to 135. Yeah. All lightning PvE damage 30% more. Does it do anything for you or not really? Yeah, yeah. Because of the uh, cooldown and then I don't think that one has the jolt attached to it like the other uh, yeah. Storm Bro Bailey. Uh, Chaos Accelerant. You've got Scatter Grenade. Uh, increase the tracking consistency. Uh, magnetic Grenade. Increase the charge hold time for handheld supernova for longer. Yeah, that thing still sucks. Yeah. Um and then Lightning Surge uh, allows Lightning Surge to deal more instances of secondary. There's a lot of technical stuff in here. I'm trying to go a little mm-hmm. bit through it. So if there's anything big you guys want to talk about, I'm just trying to cover most of it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jolt is going to be weaker. I feel like that's kind of justified. I live on Jolt. It's very yeah, good. I think it's still going to be very good, even if it's 15 to 20% weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, it still hits one thing on a reload, yeah. chains to many things. It still is pretty good. Not going to feel as good, but still probably going to be top of the energy things, I think. What's your main jolt weapon these days? Aikilos. Or Aikilos. I've heard it pronounced both ways, and I honestly don't know how to say it. What you call it is really nice. The the Neomona Pulse. uh, Oh, I haven't. I've crafted it. I haven't leveled it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good with jolt. It's really good. Um, Scorch is actually going to stay on targets longer. So if you proc it and you're trying to, like, Continue to proc more of it. Go for the ignition. You'll have a little more time to do that. Speed oh, booster course. for... Um, speed booster for... What am I trying to think of? Uh, arc. Basically just getting amplified. Mm-hmm. Um, the jump scaler's a little less. Activates a little quicker. Overall, a lot of general stuff. Um, I mean, I live on Jolt. I know it's strong. Mm-hmm. I kind of get it. I feel like it's not totally necessary, but it is probably the strongest of the three. I would probably, I guess I'll deal with it. It's like bringing the other two up to that, like Volatile. I just wish Volatile was is more accessible. PvE you're talking about? Yeah, it's PvE damage. Yeah. PvE, you think Jolt is pow- more powerful than the others? More, than, more than Volatile. It, it's easy to proc, because you get one kill with the weapon, and then you can just, the chaining of it after that, and the fact that it hits so many, and it pretty, it, It'll reach farther than anything. Volatile only goes a little ways. Incandescent, the reach of, of Jolt, yeah, I think, Jolt. gives it an advantage, in my opinion. I would agree. I, would I agree. feel like that's part of Arc, though. It chains. I feel like just for like the flavor, they should make they should keep yeah. that. 
they should keep that chain intact and then just reduce the overall damage or benefit you get yeah. from doing it if it's going to hit more people and then it'll kind of identify more as ad control group control kind of uh play instead of because uh... you don't want them to all to feel different right i don't want i don't want incandescent to feel like jolt but in blue you know what I mean? right or vice versa yeah um so I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they need I like that they have somewhat of an identity, but I think the more things they can do to make that identity clear and differentiated is better. Mano, thoughts? Anything in there that you guys, I was just blowing through all the changes, but anything that you're excited about, anything you're pumped about, anything good for your class? I've been through enough of these that it's just another Destiny 2 patch thing. Like, there's going to be... It's. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the meme of the, the circular, like... There's a new meta. Everyone likes that it's completely different. People start to learn the new meta. People start to complain about the new meta. The new meta becomes oppressive. People start, Bungie changes the meta. And it's just a circle. Yeah. It's kind of just the same thing. Like, there's nothing in here that makes me really excited. Nothing really makes me, like, mad or frustrated or happy. Like, it's the same content. It's just, here's a slightly different coat of paint. Like, we're going to have this person be a little bit stronger um, I think one person did mention, like, or a couple people on Twitter said, well, we're bringing challenge back to Destiny, and this is a regression of that. I don't know if it's that. I think it's just giving us more tools in the toolbox. I, I really like using stasis, Um, so Ooh. it's cool to see more stasis get a little bit of love, especially because a lot of the things that were tied to stasis were taken away, like... um. I forget what the name of the of the charge was, but it was before we have the new armor system or the new charge system that we have now. But there was a lot of ways you could you could use stasis along with the wells. Yes, it was. And it was really great. So but now, Mm -hmm. stasis. but I mean, Strand had to come and do its thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't think that there's anything like that's exciting about this. I, I think it's just another way for them to just like sort of change up the meta a little bit and to give people a little bit more flavor. Um, I would like to see more changes i hope that they do something to well of radiance because right now i think just well of radiance it, i kind of am all on salt's train like salt agrepo's train it's, just, it's what you do you put on starfire protocol you put on a well and that's like the best game in the game and it's been that way for two years you know yeah i don't know i just feels like it, like it's mandatory to complete certain encounters or yep. it's like mm-hmm. the default that's when the meta needs to change so yep. i don't i don't dislike wells or starfire for like holistic yeah. as an idea i i, I just don't like dislike them either yeah i just like that they're mandatory and also they make bubbles useless which to me is a titan is sort of like the biggest yeah. problem because I, yeah. I would love nothing more than to go back to being a defender titan but there's literally no reason to there's no reason like to well, do Radi- well of radiance does everything the titan bubble does and, and better more. and better you can, yeah, I mean, we, we, you can stand it you can you can stand in it and you get the damage boost and you you literally are harder to kill in that than even inside the bubble. I'm pretty sure you're harder yeah. to kill and well. So the bubble in Destiny 2 was an afterthought. 100 percent. I remember they I don't even think it was in the original build of Destiny 2. Yeah, I because I played Destiny 2 before it was out. And I think in that right. original one, the the third subclass that everybody got were confirmed but then i think there was no bubble originally i'm you know i can't remember if it was there in the original game but i remember it was like an alternate super mode and then it was an alternate on it yeah they expanded on it since then but it still feels like conceptually when they introduced the well 
the bubble got pushed out real hard and has never really made a full comeback. And that's partially because Bungie's never really committed to making that a real subclass. But to me, it, I mean, it's OG. It's it's more original and more at the heart of like class identity than I think the well is with Warlocks. The well with Warlocks is still relatively new in the, new. In the history yeah. of Destiny. Yeah. So I would can, love it if if Defender Titans could actually come back and be a, a real Sentinel one. Titans too. I mean, could you like, imagine if the great. big Sentinel shield that you hold up, you didn't have to hold, you just place the big one. It was a pretty big arc that a would giant cover barricade. Six, a giant barricade that you could shoot through like you do, you get your damage boost, but it's like it's an arc. But that way the person, because again, the Warlock plants the thing and still gets DPS. Well, the Titan has to sit there and fair. hold it. I feel like that's if you could just make, I, just plant a giant ass barricade and be like, all right, everybody, you're good for this 30 degree this radius. And right. the, other, the other option would be uh, the bubble moves with you. Like if right. you could just, you got to be able to shoot through, you got to be able to shoot through it. Yeah. Well, Possibly. and they could redesign well. I, I don't know if I've mentioned it here, but there's a game that I played. Um, It wasn't a strictly Baldur's Gate game. It was like a Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance game where oh. you cast, it was a cleric that cast a sword and then there was like a sword that would spin around you. When Ooh. they were redesigning oh, like, like solar. Yeah, so it was like something that would attack other enemies and it would give you a buff. I was like, wouldn't that be cool if Well of Radiance moved with you, but it was a slightly lower, it was a lower buff. So you want like a Well Donut. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a Well Donut. And like, what would be cool about it is if you think about like popping Choo -choo. it in PvP, like you could be aggressive when you popped your super, but it's essentially just like a, 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 like, um, a sword. It's the same concept. It's a floating sword that goes after enemies. Thank and you. like, I think that would be a really cool concept because then it would change how you how you engage with combat so much with the warlock and the choice would either be like throw the sword up in the air and it lights on fire and it goes after people or you use you take the sword and you grasp it and then you go after enemies like what dawn blade does now and i think that that by doing that it that is. would offer an and i like the the idea of doing ease shield just putting those two things would just completely change the dichotomy of the game right now. Because a lot of the DPS things that we do right now are just like stand in well, use rockets, throw nades, cool. Like there's but, nothing yeah. else. It's not exciting. It's not entertaining. It's not, it's it's the same thing we've done since Vogue of Boss, Destiny Boss Design 1. is the problem in that. And that's I wish there Rolk was a was a good choice. Rolk was a good yeah, movement. Rolk was, was a good choice. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, and I, I love caretakers as well. Caretaker was good. Yeah, he moved. The movement is better. He moved you around, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, unfortunately, the planets encounter, while the mechanic of the planets itself is, I like the stylistic mechanic of moving the planets around and doing that. The dude doesn't move. And that's another thing where it's like, yeah. it's lost. Even Caretaker moved in Vow, and mm -hmm. Rolk moved. And like, and now you've got Nazarak who makes up for it, because he's jumping around on crack everyone. You can't even like, <laughs> he's a little little on the crazy side. I still want them to make some type of boss encounter that's made up of multiple things. Like, you know, where machine guns, like, I mean, right now, Thunderlord shines, so don't get me wrong. It's Ooh. like the easy button. But I mean, Slays. yeah, what like something you're going, and this is where I feel like a Vex boss would be interesting, or something made up of like a hundred different things, and then they split up, and it's like, okay, your goal as a team is to shoot the like everything around the room. So it'd be like a whole bunch of enemies. And like that's why, as, as you said, it would be a little different. Or they would go and you'd have to go around the room and just change the mechanics. Because, yeah, shoot a big guy behind either, even if you did change up the bubble to be that, it'd be nice to have, you know, a shift for the Titan for the... Because um, right now it is like, oh, you wanted one phase uh, 
You want to one phase Nezarek? You got your you got your wells? Cool. No. Okay. Never mind. Don't do that. So it's like we need some options for that, if nothing else. So. But, well, yeah. and to be fair, I had a I had a person who was in my stream, and they did an all hunter run for their uh, for the newest raid seal, and they mm -hmm. were like, "This was a blast," because like they had to think about how you get your characters radiant, so they'd throw their melee, yep. uh, or they'd use their attack, which was great because then now they're not using a well. Then you have to use a tether to debuff, and yep. then you you like there's so much more synergy when you take those massive things away that are just easy. And like, I don't, I don't mind using well as a way to help people be a support player. My brother loves being a support player and you want to give those people those options, but there's just a lot of things like, you have to be, God. you have Ooh, to do that. We actually like helping work. the team. We like helping the team. Yeah. And he, we don't have he is. Somebody yeah. eventually yeah. has, somebody eventually has to Cog. kill the boss. <laughs> yeah. That's why Cog's always, I think, I think you had to do that. You had to do all that. You had to do all that. You said you made it too easy. I had a look at uh, Cog's um, Cog's uh, stats in Destiny, and I saw that he has a uh, ninety-eight percent usage of div. That's like his lock to his loadout. And all my brother, he's he's div bitch in trial. Oh, <laughs> we about put that over. Here's the thing, Cog. Like my brother wanted to make a shirt, and this was like something we wanted to make for merch. So if anybody does this, you're copying it from my brother. He oh, wanted to make sure because he didn't like that people were called div bitch. He lives to div. Lived to live, live, and he like has the he has like the bubble, and like and, I don't know, like because like there the, are some the people who love show. doing it. I like, do. I, I, I don't I did, but I, My new one is I got a sick one. It's um, you know what? E, I finally got Edge of Intent. I finally did it. Ah, I'm sorry, but oh, bro, I got a sick healing build right now, man. Between that and Belevolence, well, you don't and need the, it um, with the, well though. That's the thing. No, I don't. But it's just extra. <laughs> it, it, it keep everybody alive. We gonna get this nightfall, or we gonna get this thing done, yeah. this raid done, kind of thing. But uh, continue. No, oh, yeah. Um, but he does use diff on all loadouts. Yeah. <laughs> we got new aspects coming. Okay, so um, we've gone longer than these pieces than I thought we were going to. But mm. season of the deep, the thumbnail. But we talked about toes and feet, so we're good. Yeah, oh, we got feet. we got only we got only feet, only mani petties. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got Star Last Wars era. out of the way. May the fourth, we had to That's do important. it. Eyeliner mm -hmm. yeah, that, that was probably was, that was optional was before the show. Yeah, mm -hmm. it kind of carried over, so we're just gonna go with it. Season of the Deep. All right, Season of the Deep, and now we knew the name. Now we have oh a picture. Mm -hmm. Please leave the inappropriate jokes at the door. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um. So, what do you guys think? Whoever wants to take their first shot, like, what do you guys? Are think we supposed here? to do have you, like names on this already? There's Ooh. a yeah. There's a graphic man. This is an image. What do you think of the what armor, think, sir? I think that this season will have a match made activity that they'll ask me to do uh, multiple times per week. And I think that <laughs> they'll have a, a couple weeks of poorly thought out story with one cutscene at the beginning and one at the end. And then I think uh, they'll reskin some armor. Hey, hey, big question. Some weapons. I was yeah. going to, somebody, a lot of people on Twitter were funny. I don't know which one said it first. Somebody was like, are Titans actually going to be able to touch water and swim without dying? Is this possible? <laughs> Titans can. Or is, is it possible for any, any guardian? No guardian can swim, right? Well, we're, right. I mean, this picture has yeah. us hanging out with. Yeah. One I of guess the, uh, 
one of the best clans name real. I ever saw was yeah. Guardian Swimming School. Like that was a clan <laughs> name. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I've lost That's it. classic. That's, That's good. hilarious. <laughs> my my guess is that we will not be swimming in season of the deep. If they add a feature that big, I would be shocked and amazed. Yeah. First, they did they did first person bows, but it's yeah, first person swimming. Yeah. Um do you like the armor? Anybody? No. Cog? Oh, Warlock's own. Warlock delegation approves. We're very okay. Poseidon. Very, I'm feeling this. Yeah, I'm about this. Mano, where are you at on any of them? To me, it kind of look like it looks like Lucent Hive armor in a way. Yeah. Except the yes. except the the class items for the Titan. I'm like I'm looking at it now on this screen. Like I don't like the class items. The whole like watery, like it's sort of like I'm a jellyfish kind of thing. Yeah, I'm doing this that's too. Probably the yeah, best description um, of it actually. Yeah. I, I don't know if I vibe with that. Hold on, Titans got a dress. I like, like the idea. Titans have a skirt. You I have a full. A you have a full. No, we have a skirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, yeah, in, the We're in the middle. We're in the middle. Not a skirt. That is a dress. <laughs> no, no. I that hope is the right the side is the warlock. That's the full dress hanging over his shoulders. The that's I'm... more than a butt towel. Towel. I said it's a skirt, it? not a dress. Yeah, you skirted. You come. You coming over? Oh, right, there you go. You're yeah, like, yeah, no, it's a dress. I'm like, no, that's a skirt. Is that supposed to be the mark? Is that like? Yeah, that's the mark. That's the class item. Yeah, like no, this it's hung around the waist. Yeah, the armor Thanks, looks I cool. I hope. I hope that the dungeon is underwater. I listen. Oh. We're not going to learn how to swim. There, that would be a I huge. Know, I know. I know. With everybody. Yeah. Like it's got to be underwater. There's got to be some kind of an engagement. Like it can't be like, oh yeah. By the way, we're not going to go underwater. We're not going to be like you should be on Titan. It should just be like, oh, I bet, you well, know, how okay. we went to Mars and stuff like that. It just needs to be that. We got to say the character in the front of the image. Who is it? Yeah. Yeah, we all know it's Sloan. Sloan, yeah. Sloan's now, back. Sloan's back, and her arm is now taken. So Kinda, right? she's yeah. been through some stuff. Oh, her right. arm is very Maybe taken. Could just be her armor. Maybe she just got that armor from D one. We don't know. Probably not. <laughs> she replayed the Red War campaign. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I like what you said. How it does look like the Hive Guardians, which me leads me to believe that Season of the Deep has two things. One. The crazy giant eyeball fish from the planet Ooh. Titan, the big swimming, great, terrifying thing. And then mm. two, Hive and Savathun. Hopefully Savathun is involved in the story because oh, if you can I... get Sloan back on Titan and Savathun with the Hive Guardians, because when you say that armor looks like Hive Guardians, it really does remind me of like yeah. Savathun and the Hive Guardians. Don't get me. Don't, don't don't put this much pressure on this season. Hey, yeah. I got I gotta have hopes. I gotta get Travis this, excited. That's like every season. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Season, you, you get so excited. You get Travis you, okay. This is literally you, two of his favorite things. You do realize that I could also be like, this is just a big goofy eyeball. It's stupid. It's the big starfish from Doctor Strange. The armor's dumb, and the season's gonna suck. I could do that. That's not fun. You should. No, that. that's your I'm job, not better. mine. That's your job, not mine. <laughs> My job is to bring you closer to me, all right? You, you uh, won't be far on the other side. So let's just agree that, you know, there will be a giant eyeball and some goofy-looking armor, and that's really all we know right now. And Sloane is going to be there. Man. She has a taken arm, and... Now to take back! Calm down, E. You're oh, getting a little safe. excited. Woo! I'm at with least, you. E. I'm at with least you. somebody's got to get a little excited here. I'm hyped with you. Chills. God. Let's go. Let's go. Hype train. Hey, I just want to go on like narrative cadence here. Season of the Seraph. Same team. Season of the Haunted. Ooh. 
Oh, it's a goal. This is season of the South team? Yeah. Oh, they goal. alternate, remember? Oh, we're back, maybe. They alternate. Uh, they alternate, uh, this remember? This is also season of the Haunted team, and it's the same part of but the But it year is season of the Lost the team. Happened. It is season true. Of the team. But, it's also, but it's also Goldie. season of the Chosen. Season of the Chosen but they, team. But they, that's the thing. Their off seasons are always bad, and their seasons that come out during the main expansion are good. That's what I've learned. To tight it. To tighten. Somebody to who didn't tighten. like. We going huh? back to tighten. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go back to tighten, and it's gonna be exactly like season of the haunted. They're gonna put us in one hallway and make us fight the same ways. Savage through the parents. You know, let's, let me just say this. Thank you. Come I have hearing. not been excited for seasonal content since probably Forsaken. Is it going to be? I, I'm interested in the activity. Like, I like the idea of, of, of the armor. The armor looks cool. I'll, I'll love to transmog it and do all those things. I'm interested to see what happens with Sloan. I hope that they do more with the story and they pay things more um, than I think that they did for Amanda Holiday. Uh, hopefully, spoiler oh, yeah. alert. Hopefully, everyone's like on board and everyone knows what happened. Yes. Um, we, I could tell uh, them. They I, don't I know listen. everyone in here did, but just anyone in chat, maybe they didn't play through the season. But like, yes, I kind of felt but... like it was phoned in. Like yep. with the Mander, they're like, we need to make it feel like there's stakes. It's I just agree. like, we got to raise the stakes up. So, I mean, there's Star 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 Wars sequel for trilogy for you as well. Anyway, um, <laughs> prequels too. But exactly. my thing is, it's like, I hope that they do something different. And what I'm interested to see what they do is the fact that they're not having us level anymore. Yes. That is. Yep. I, because there are going to be some people that I think are going to be put off by that because mm -hmm. some people like to see the number go, go burr. Mm -hmm. And then other people like are, are better for it. Cause they're just like, Hey, I don't need to play this game all the time because if I want to do grandmasters now I'm just done. Like I got to level up the artifact or whatever, but like, I don't need to keep And I can see the argument for both sides. I think that you need to keep people coming back for some kind of content. Like there's gotta be something. Didn't they say that this is the season that things are going to change for Well, of course they've said it before, but there's not going to be the first an, time. There's not going to be a war table upgrade either. Right. Ooh. This is the first time that there's not going to be like, we've taken the formula that we right. had in shadow keep and, and like just basically Ooh. paid it forward for two years. So I'm interested to see what happens with that. What do you guys think will happen? Like instead of that, or what do you hope? Uh, if they could if they can find a way to I like the idea of by the way I'm making all the co-hosts laugh because there's a picture of the season of the deep thumbnail but there's a very funny addition to the image <laughs> did Justine and Amin put that together? Uh, I don't know Stadium Time oh, is the one Stadium Stadium Time. go look oh, up Stadium, 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 Stadium Time's oh. Twitter but I don't, I don't know where. I don't know if he did it or got it. But yeah, it's uh, Rolk yeah, basically. Rolk is, Rolk is standing yeah. behind Sloan and just giving the giant middle finger to all the guardians. It is hilarious. Mm -hmm. I will not put it on screen. Uh, you got to go look up Stadium Time on Twitter. You really should put it on screen though. Yeah. Um, oh no. God, what I, what I tweeted it out. Yeah. What I would like to see <laughs> is he just tweeted it out. What I would like to see is if they can do something along the lines of the Shattered Realm, where we get progressional Ooh. unlocks, where we get like an area to explore, we get more places we can get to every week, something along that lines, but we don't have to go put a currency in to unlock the little guy, where it's more puzzle-based, where if you unlock something, maybe you can like 
get whatever it is to Sloane so you can add something along those lines is how I would like to see them handle it because Shadow Throne's still one of my favorite. And if that could be around for longer than just the last season, like give me the big thing earlier so more people can enjoy it for longer. That's that's or, the big thing because or an exotic mission that requires multiple people to play and it's their best piece of content and they was around for three months. Yeah, I know. Revision zero. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 the people who don't have all oh, the revision zero, really the revision zero catalyst, like people like didn't get it and they're like, oh. Yeah, I can't even. Speaking of which, I gotta get back. It was such a great mission. Like, oh, I know. It's just like it was literally a. It was this is how you do deep stone crypt. Why that is okay? Now you understand the mechanics. Go play deep. Why that's gone? Now, granted, yeah. I know it's coming back. What next season or twenty two? Maybe I think that's coming back. Three, I thought. Maybe it's later. Yeah. Fire teams twenty three. I know the LFG is twenty three. I forget all the dates, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, some way where it's not where understanding the puzzles or doing something, not having to interact with the table is fine, but let us have some stuff to figure out. That's, that's what I'd hope for. That's my, what, 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 what activity would you guys like to see? I don't know. I mean, outside of, you know, you get, there's a six person match made activity. It's like, yeah, to me, the, the activities, we're at the rinse and repeat point. We, let's be honest, right? That, that part I'm not going to gas up, you know, like it's going to be so revolutionary. To me, it always is about the theme of the actual expansion, how it connects to the narrative is whether or not I'm emotionally invested. Like when we did the, what was the Metrovania one, Metroidvania one that was kind of like in Taken and we dealt with um, Homegirl in her uh, world. Damn, what was that one? We got eight. Shattered Realm? Yeah, but it was what was that season? It was like a it season was a, of the lost. Season of the lost. Yeah, I believe it's like a taken world, but it's kind of like a Metrovania kind of mechanics. Metrovania, That's where and all the puzzles and stuff. Happen. The puzzles, yeah. puzzles with the haunted yeah. stuff. I like that activity, right? So again, it's it's really not like it's just something so revolutionary, but it was the theme was cool. It connected to the narrative well. That's my main thing. So as long as they do something that connects to Titan, explain okay what the hell happened. Sloan is back. Remember, all these planets disappeared. So this question to me, the reason why i'm excited is i like when threads get revisited that were loose and we need to know what happened that's when destiny excites me and that's why i'm hyped for this one so yeah i want to know what the hell's going on over there and of course we know the hive connections right we know every time we went to titan you saw the baby zoles swimming around (laughs) you you saw all that stuff so we want to know about the hive god stuff um i'm very curious to see in connection to like are we going to get any movement with the witness stuff? Probably not. But clearly, Hive, Sabbath, at minimum, if you ain't giving me Sabbath, at minimum, some Zivu or Wrath updates. To what's one, going one on? One or with, the other is needed. One yeah. or the other. Like that's that. Really that's good. what it is. And just the other thing that's been yeah. it's been great on that note is Ooh. I think one thing that really worked well this season was the season of the Defiant activity, like. The three man activity where you go in and like you're in between the the ascendant realm and stuff. I hope they continue yeah, the that. Like here, yeah. imagine yeah. going into an ascendant realm of Titan because Titan to me was a really cool yeah. location. Oh, the that archipelago you... was still one of the best. Ooh. Yeah, you barely explored it though. It was like yep. what? Sa- and, I mean, like here's the connection. Sabathun's song was in Titan. Was in Titan. Yep. That's so what like. If they don't do something with that, I'd be disappointed. Um, yeah. and, and I mean, like the whole ascendant realm going back and forth and back and forth. I think that'd be really cool. I, just to, to keep going on your thing, Cog. So yeah. no, absolutely, man. And like like I said, it, it would be cool. One thing I gotta give Destiny credit: at least they try thematically to do different things. You had a little pirate season. Like it would be cool to have a little underwater 
Yeah. Submarine season. The, <laughs> the, the, the Eververse ornaments all like a scuba set. Oh, you know, scuba stuff. Like, I like oh, yeah. when Bungie I need, I need a scuba Steve. That bag. It was yeah. ornament. Oh, man. This is going to be the SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> season, <Yeah>. huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm um, hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. So, other th- changes that are coming in season 21 exotic focusing is coming. We already have covered the pricing before. If you're doing tier one, which is like kind of groupings of like a bunch of the stuff from Red War and then based on expansions, they've got um, certain ones in there where you can kind of narrow it down for one shard, one exotic engram. Tier two, it's going to be an exengram. It's the cipher for me for tier two that makes that really expensive. You can do one a week because that cipher only comes from Xur. It's a weekly bounty. You do it once. That's it. So you will only be able to do one of those week, but it's three ascendant shards. So I don't know if people are going to start running Master Nightfalls all the time to run these things. We'll have to find out. Saving grace of all this, granted, we'll see how the exotic focusing goes. They state the your exotic should constantly, consistently roll higher stats with more frequent individual stat spikes, and you can expect average stats to be in the mid sixties. I will see it when I believe it, but if it's true, that <laughs> is actually that is the thing. Like if you make me spend all this time and do an exotic focusing, and you give me a fifty nine, I'm gonna throw my controller. If they make yeah. it mid sixties, like. 64, 65, if you put it in that realm, at least then you know your ju- the juice is more worth the squeeze, even if it's expensive as hell. But we'll see. Um, they said since they're not raising the pinnacle cap, they also state some of the pinnacle rewards are going to change over to exotic engrams. So now they'll give you a reason to go. Some of that stuff was like a pinnacle before. Some of those are going to be exotic engrams. That being said, if your alts aren't up right now to pinnacle cap, I'd put a little time in on those because it's going to be a little slower because some of the pinnacles are going away. They're turning into exotics. Right. Now, the only thing I will say kind of like, I'm going to be a little Debbie Downer. Um, this just continues to kind of devalue exotics. They used to be very special. Now they are just like, just part of the interchange of the mechanics. And it's like, way back in Destiny 1, it was cool to get exotics. But it's like, now they are just, they just have a different feel to them completely. It's and this candy. is just, yeah, it is. It's just another, it's the special piece of candy, but it's still all kind of, they, exotic doesn't quite feel the same. As it was it, kind of the problem that Destiny 2 had at launch. It's like, you, you got all the exotics, like it felt really easy to get all the exotics, whereas before also, when Zer showed up, yeah. it was yeah. a big deal. Do you remember in D1 where you didn't even know what all the exotics were? Yeah, yeah right. Oh, you had to search, yeah. That's the other thing is like, it's it's not just the fact that all the exotics are easy to good they're easy to get. It's that all players feel entitled to to them. If they don't have all of them, then that's like then they're pissed. They're like, mm-hmm. I should have every single one of the game. D one days, it was just assumed you wouldn't you wouldn't get all of them, and that was just if you did, you were super lucky. Or yeah, you super, were a Chad. You were you were Chad, and uh, you also <laughs> didn't know which ones are in the game. Like a new expansion would come out, and yeah. Oh, there was the no data thing. mining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Like, there's this crazy one that I didn't even know was in the game that they added, and now it's just like, yeah, you better tell us all the ones you add and exactly how to get them and how much time it's going to get. And I'm all for people not grinding um, the same activity ninety times to try to get an exotic and having no path to getting a certain item. I get that that sucks, but mm-hmm. you do lose something, right? You lose kind of like the magic of like possibility and not knowing what was out there. I don't think when we'll you- ever. When you yeah, get that fun. drop, like, and you just jump up and you're like, yeah, 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 like the, yeah, that. Oh my mom, mom, I got the Galhorn. You're right. I don't think we're ever getting that back yeah. until I, I we think, get a new IP. 
Yeah, yeah I think they. I don't even it. think a new IP you'd get it. I I honestly think that that age is sort of over. Like now with live because the live service model has evolved. Yes, I think now with live service, it's just expected. Like you're going to give me a collections, and I'm going yes. to and items. And I actually think that's probably healthier for the for the player base. Like the idea that you that Gallerhorn is just a matter of you playing twenty thousand hours and hoping you get it and having no control of your own destiny is not a particularly good feeling. The reason that we all remember it though is because we went through it and at time the hardship made the uh the heart grow fonder when you finally got it. But I don't think that's a I don't think that's good game design. I, I just think we've moved past that as an industry, unfortunately. But it yeah. it is very interesting to reflect on as like a Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's a good point both of you guys made as far as how it used to be community wise with exotics and, and the feel. But yeah, I agree with Travis yeah. wholeheartedly. I think exotics they, on a battle pass did that long ago. That's too. what I was yeah, just, no, bro, you just, just point. Yep. I, once they started you started a season and it's like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and I it mean, was I on mean, the battle. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean what uh, whatever yeah. episode that started we're like, can you like not just give me the exotic straight away? And <laughs> yeah that has not stopped. So yeah. Uh, Either that or like put it on put it on like rank 25 or something but literally it's like here's your exotic here's your, boom you day, get it day I, zero I, I, minute I, zero yeah yeah, yeah. Cop. yeah purchase the exotic um we do have one and currency being added but we do have two Uh-oh. going away so we'll Uh-oh. get there um deep sight harmonizer is gonna allow you to basically take any weapons that are craftable that you don't have a pattern unlocked for to be able to unlock like the deep sight trigger on it so mm-hmm. say like the gunsmith has the solar glaive from last season. You didn't mm-hmm. unlock that craftable. You can take one of these currencies and turn that into a like red border. Mm-hmm. And it's going to help you make progress. The problem. Mm-hmm. The deep sight har- harmonizer currency can be obtained from the season pass rank rewards. Three in the free and three in the paid. This will be the sole source of the currency for the initial rollout of the feature. That doesn't have beta test written on it. I don't know what it is. I mean, there's yeah. like slow rollout. The slowest of rollouts. You are capped at six. Period. And a weapon takes five. Pick your one weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. Can I ask you guys? Was did, uh, did anyone do the master versions of the of the new raid? Uh, I've done, I did one. I did the jumping encounter, which I hate myself okay. for, but yes. Oh man, you picked the worst week to do I know it. I did. Yeah. I like, didn't even, I didn't even get a god roll either. I feel like this is the same vibe as like, as doing the adept weapon adjustments. Like they were going to make it so that the adept weapons could be like, you could change things. I, I honestly like. I, I play a lot of these things and I have all like a, almost all the master weapons. I think I just got to do it this week. I just don't care. Like, I guess to me, like, I feel like you just do the raid enough or you do whatever. It just, it doesn't make an impact. Maybe that's just my take. It, I think that they wanted to make a big impact on the community. I just don't know if it's going to, you know what I mean? It's, and it's kind of the same way with the, with the recrafting of adept weapons. Like we, we were hoping like we could take adept weapons and making the adept weapons would be slightly better than the crafted weapons. Because that was the big thing is if you do the master content, these weapons should be slightly better, just a little bit better. Um, and I don't feel like they necessarily did that, or at least it didn't feel exciting. I didn't know what my, I wanted to see what your guys' take on that was. So, because I kind of feel like they're, they're in a way they're very similar like we're gonna make these changes. We're gonna let you re go after like these old weapons or recraft it. Like I just, it's just like I'm gonna get them at some point anyway. I mean, I feel like so. for people who missed 
previous seasonal stuff that they literally can't craft right now. Like literally last year, a lot of the crafted stuff, there's no easy way to go after any of that Sir stuff. Season and Seraph weapons. Gunsmith. Yeah. Yeah. Those but are the only like, two ways to do it. But there's no way to go crafted patterns. So this is a way for somebody. Now, granted, why they only give you six? Because somebody like literally the four of us on this podcast, I've crafted pretty much everything every season. I think just about. Wow. Um, you have no life. Wow. I don't have much of one. No, it's true. Um, but so for the people who play a lot, this is very much not for, for the people who miss seasons, missed guns, things like that. Those are the ones who would want it to help out. Now, why they limited it to like a total of six for the entire season. I don't know. Now, granted, you can use this for raid weapons, mm. which would be helpful. Be like, you still got to get the raid weapon to drop or buy it for the end. Spoils. And you got to get spoils. So it's right. not like, and again, like I, this is one of those things where it's like, if I'm going to run raids <clears throat> and say, I want like the deep stone crypt we weapons, like commemoration is still one of the weapons that I should probably have as a solo player and yeah. crafting a God roll is one of the better oh. weapons you can get too. Mm -hmm. So this is probably for the first place I would put mine, but then when I'm done, then it's like, do I want to go smash my head against the raid? Countless more times? Probably not. So it's like I would probably run Deepstone one week when it's up, get some of the drops, and then I would be waiting till the season after. It's weird that they limited it so much. Even if they made these things cost like an Ascendant Shard early on just to check like how quick people are going, the fact Ooh. that it's just like season pass only, nothing else, no other place yeah. to get them, it's weird. I'm yeah, worried that they might monetize it. <laughs> No, no, three are in the paid season right? pass. Three are in the paid season pass. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is that, like the, the cosmetic, like if you want to buy the synth weave or whatever, the templates or the patterns or whatever, like I'm worried that they're gonna be like, Well, if you want to go back and get the stuff that was paid before, like you gotta you can you can get five. Did you know you can get five more from the Eververse for one thousand? Don't be doing this. Don't be out there. Don't be giving these dudes no ideas. Bungie, don't listen. You know if you don't think they have don't have all these ideas in Morikawa, they do. Yeah, you're. So it's just it's weird to me, and I will be curious what happens with these. Yeah, I need yeah I need to run Deepstone. Would this be easier if I could get five of it, and I could just turn those five into, you know red borders and at least i know i could get that one sure right. that would make and again like you're running old raids especially until they revamp perks and things like like last wish yeah not i don't know it's just it is odd to me the limitation mm -hmm. on the season pass i'm well, I very I, curious all right yeah go, I, go. I just think that it's if you looked at the verbiage for when they started the crafting process it was it was told to us like it was a form of an RNG protection for people who have been completely unlucky. However, what they want is the time investment to level up this weapon and grind it to that state. They don't want to give us that instantaneous God roll instantly. They want it to be this commitment. So this is them knowing that and limiting us from actually getting the god rolls on those weapons we missed out. So again, it's that forced extended engagement that Bungie's always known for. They, they don't want to kind of give you that thing that you need and want and desire easily. They want to make it and keep you in this game. And that's why they're limiting this. The key is going to be, like Mano said, after this season, what is the source? 
Yeah. What is the true source is going to be? Because if you keep throwing it on pay tracks or or <laughs> monetization checks, we got like every season in the paid. Maybe since they took out like the high stat armor, like they just always in the paid track. They they put mm-hmm. three in every. Maybe that's just their their way they, of doing, they're it. doing it. Yeah, like it's you know what is it? Exotic ciphers kind of count that or no? Exotic ciphers in the free track. Uh, uh, I think they have one on both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I, I am concerned about that. So I I think for now. Like Bano's saying, this is the, the the flirt with the paid track to give extras and exciting. They, I didn't even think yeah. about that. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, already there's already kind of a pay to win model, by the way. The fact that you f- get way more materials and the game's kind of like unplayably, you're always starved for materials and have to play way more and are at a significant disadvantage when it comes to infusion and enhancement cores and it's it's all it, they've already kind of crossed that line in a lot of ways. I think. Well, finest matter weave are going to stop dropping. Rainmakers are going to stop dropping. Um, Rainmakers can be dismantled for three thousand glimmer, and finest matter weave can be dismantled for one enhancement core each. I really, really want them to do more than one at a time because I have a lot of those. So I have five hundred of those things, and I don't even know how many glimmer. I'm like, at least let me do like ten at a time. Not just I'm not going to sit there and do one. I might. I don't want to sit there and watch an entire Netflix series just to break down my uh, finest matter weave. That doesn't sound like a great time. Like, make it faster. Like, it should do a. It should do a check. Do you have a hundred? Break it down for hundred. Do you have ten? Break it down for ten, ten, ten. Then when you finally get to ones, they've done that on previous currencies. That like Rahul, when you were breaking down planetary yeah, yes, materials, yes, they've done it before. Right. Yes, this should be the it. same way. Like he was dropping an album there for a second. <laughs> break it down in ten. Break ten. it down to ten. Ten, ten. <laughs> break it down. <laughs> It was pretty rhythmic. It would be yeah, the whitest album ever. I can tell you that. <laughs> you was fit. You was flowing uh, on that one, though. I, was I, I think that's a strength. Mm-hmm. You know, people will buy it ironically. Uh, they're upgrading Vanguard bounties. There, if you do all of the triumphs for old dungeons and old raids, for the random exotic drops, it will boost your chance at those exotics. Um, I still don't that's have good. eyes and stuff like that, so that'll probably work. Uh, the good boy protocol is coming back, so we're going to have to figure out where he lands in Season 21. Uh, we already talked about the Season Pass costing more, and then Trials Rewards, we got a new Ghost ship, Shader, new Shader per season, and a Sparrow. I hope they keep the ability to get the Hushed Sharing ship, because ever since that's been in the game, I have been going flawless as much as possible. <laughs> probably, I, saw I tweet, probably actually, have yeah. gone, I probably have no. gone probably 35 times since that's happened and I still can't get, get it. That's and I'm just like, dude, just let me get that one ship or if it drops afterwards, I'm cool because I like the ship that's coming next but yeah. I want to get the Hust Shearing ship because yes. it's just like, to so me, it's cool. like like that's peak destiny right there. Yes. I'm good. I'm with you, you know what I mean? So. I love that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get Messenger back and we also get Unexpected Resurgence. I wondered if you guys think because when they bring back weapons, they typically give a new perk. And as it's a kinetic, do you think like messenger kinetic trimmers? Maybe? Ooh, maybe. What'd you think, Mano? I maybe. could see kinetic tremors on it, although I would still say, what's the other pulse? The battle scar that has yeah. it? Yeah. Like, I still think that one's going to be a little bit better because it's a lightweight frame yeah. and it, it, it's a higher rate of fire frame. True. Right. Um, What if they did they say it was going to be kinetic? Uh, it says high impact kinetic. It's not going to yeah. be oh, strand. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It would be interesting if they had made it strand because then, then at least it would set it apart and give it, it uh, you could put the hatchlings ooh, and stuff like that yeah. along with that. That'd I'd be, be kind of cool. I'd say be curious ooh. to see that more. We also have an adaptive arc glaive. I don't know if anybody's excited about that, but it will be a trials weapon. 
Interesting. Uh, Is the PvP community excited about Glaives? I don't think so. No. Fallout no, was they're... not. I will tell you, Fallout was like, well, it is it is a weapon that exists, and that was literally his excitement. Yeah, yeah. I mean the adept pulse rifle. I think is the reason that they put that there. Mm. Trying uh, to get people. That's obviously that's the one that PvP people. Yeah. Week about. three will be the messenger. Week four will be the glaive. No, switch that. Four is the glaive. Four is the messenger. Three is the glaive. Sorry. Who is it that we talked to who had like thousands of kills with the glaive in PvP? Yeah, it was somebody. Uh, I have one, but uh, Amaze has like when... a level like thousand glaive. Amaze, if you ever Jesus. see pictures of his glaive, his uh, Enigma, <laughs> the first one, he has like uh, a thousand level a thousand with that thing. He's just damn. Yeah. Beasting. Huh? There was a while where like immovable oh, object, and I forget what the other one was, oh, and it yeah. basically you were invincible unless if someone someone shot you with a wither horde. And I definitely for a couple of those weeks for uh. For, tri for trials, uh, <laughs> you uh, busted uh, that out and uh, ruined a couple people's day. They contributed to the toxicity. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna run through this trial stuff pretty quick, but basically, trials labs they tried different matchmaking. One of the things they had for high skill level people was lobby balancing was busted. People were like, "This matchmaking sucks." They were right; it wasn't working correctly. So. For the upcoming week 11, that will, uh, the fix will not be present, but in season 21, their matchmaking should be better. So they're trying to get away from a card state and more uh, skill-based lobby. I think I probably misread that. All I know is like the people were like, hey, this new matchmaking we're trying. All my Twitter was like, this matchmaking is awful. Um, apparently it was busted. And Ooh. in season 21, it is supposed to be fixed. So that should be better. Basically, like lobby balancing was the main issue, I think, for a lot of people. So that should be coming with a fix. They also said um, if you get a flawless seven win card and you keep the card and you keep playing, you get a chance to get your flaw your adept weapons. So if you go flawless, hold on to the card, do not get rid of the card, and just keep playing because after Sunday, then you can basically go for drops. And I think they said they're going to activate it from Friday onward. So truly, if you go flawless, you should not be getting another card. Because the whole just... point of this is to remove the flawless pool, right? Right. Yep. So they're so trying to incentivize people to not get so more you... cards and start over. So you don't have that whole thing of like, you're going to keep your card until the flawless pool. And then if you keep playing in the flawless pool, that, that was the whole reward incentive. They're just smashing that together now. So now my one I think question... that's a better choice. My one question I did want to ask. Dominion is going to be the new mode for Trials. Mano, I don't remember hearing about the word Dominion. I, I thought they made voting machines. Well played. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> do you know Dominion is going to be the core game mode for Trials? Was this like something tested in labs I don't know about? It's not going to be elimination anymore. So I'm like, what is this mode? I honestly forget what it captured. Is it, so is it zone capture? Is that what they're calling zone capture, but just it's calling like it Dominion? Hill, right? That's what I would. I, I'm like, I, I can't remember. I, I remember that they mentioned at some point, like that it would be a different like game mode. Uh, I, I don't know enough about it. Like, it's just like it's another capture point zone thing. Again, I think that people are they're trying to mix things up instead of like constantly getting people that. that are like, hey, I'm just killing three people and we win. Yeah. I don't, I think they're trying to incentivize more PVE players to get into the mode, to be honest with you, because as 
a guy that plays both, but I lean more into PvE. I do like objective game modes, like whether it's Kill Confirm, aka Supremacy, or uh, Capture the Flag. I like those modes better instead of, hey, just go kill people. Like, I get it. Like, I don't know if it will incentivize the PvP community because most of the time that of the people that I know uh, who really enjoy PvP, they hate modes like that. I don't know how... I know Travis plays a lot of PvP. I don't know how he feels about it. Yeah, that, that mode was super flawed from what I recall. There were like weird workarounds, but it was the one where the capture point moves and everybody's got to run and grab that right. point to get points mm -hmm. from that. But I don't remember the state it left in, but I remember when I was playing it, I was like, they didn't test this at all. Like there's a bunch of ways you could just like not engage with the point and make the match take forever. And there were just all Build up issues. super. Like, yeah, I was like, wow, this is like not super well thought out. So hopefully it, it looks different than the last time I played it, which yeah. admittedly I avoided it since kind of follow. The I watched Fallout's video. Shout out yeah, to him getting the video out. Uh, he has questions. Um, yeah. He has concerns. Yeah. Um, because he's like, you're just going to see more bubbles and wells and everything else if it's a capture yeah. point on anything. That's like, I mean, That's go look at Fortress. Like, the 17 uh. supers in three seconds, and it's just like, yeah. it's a mess. And if you're just going for capture points, it leads into one style of play. Yeah, that so. that's my issue. I just I just don't like that it's the decision seems to be it's only that, right? I I I missed yeah, the, the mix at least they don't the alternate weekends or something. Like, yeah, like why why the decision to remove the you know one for and I, I I saw some of the 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 verbiage on it and I don't know, man. I just like you know it it. it not, I like objective based modes too as a nice palette cleanse right I, I do like it but part of trials is the competitive nature of the mode which is the but that's what the the spirit i was gonna say trials to is, travis is basically is. like you should take the label of trials off of this because it is not that well, anymore it yeah, has I mean, never been it hasn't been trials since it entered destiny 2 and messing uh, with we know we know but it, it it's just again now we're really going away from like that we're not I'm gonna glad. have the th no, We're I, not gonna have the three. I want I want everybody who likes trials now to understand what I went through a couple years ago. Yeah, you just want people to suffer. I know where you yeah, at. Yeah. In objective <laughs> mode and everybody wins, you know, it'll He's be like uh, yeah, then, then, then you get the second law. Yeah, it, it yeah. we know what's going on. Like you know, hey, if you if you didn't go flawless, you get the two losses on the mercy card now. You go it, we know I know what's going on. It's the casualization of the mode. It's clear as day. You know, I'm just curious why we couldn't alternate though. That's my only thing. Like why yeah. we had to eliminate the yeah the at least give an alternation honestly yeah. i think that's going to be some feedback they get i bet yes. i don't think it's going to well, take a full season they're going to be like all right we're going to go and mix like, it yeah. a little bit when trials mm -hmm. of nine originally came out didn't it rotate two or three yeah. modes oh wait did it i don't remember or, uh, there no. was at some point no. when trials of the nine rotated between yes, modes before that, the competitive was, I think he's right yeah. That was that was um at the beginning of Destiny Two when it was Trials yeah, right. of the Nine. Right, that's what I yeah. meant. Sorry, sorry. So yeah. when I, that's why I said Trials of the Nine. Yeah, Trials of Osiris was always three v three, but when it was a four v four mode, and then it, yes. it bounced between basically elimination, kind of elimination. Mm -hmm. what, what was the mode called? I can't remember. Uh, uh the the are you talking about the bomb one, the attack defense? Yeah, there was like the bomb. Oh, bomb. Yeah, God, I forgot about those days. Oh, that was Lord. the original mode, like when you played the beta. That was how mm -hmm. it existed. Right. Uh, the comp mode. Countdown. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I give it. I give it like two years until trials is a PVE horde mode. Fair enough. Seriously. 
I mean, that's where that's where we're going. Well, for, for those who want to be, here's the path. Here's the path to it. In a year, you'll be fighting bots. They'll have an option. Or now you can fight bots. Like Titanfall. The, ti yeah, like Titanfall or like a Halo Infinite, the bot mode, right? And then they'll be yeah. like, eh, people like that more. Let's just, it'll, you know, it's a horde mode now. Yeah. Just bots in there. Yeah. Uh, for the high skilled PvP players, if you can go flawless without ever trailing in a match, you have to have Flight Ooh. of the Pigeon for every victory. Ooh. You will get a specific trials emblem, and they're gonna probably be doing those a little bit more along with the shaders. I think so. They're getting a little more PvP cosmetic incentives, but not a ton. You had step on at runtime, right? A couple weeks ago, separate. Uh, yeah, did. Did he, did he talk about that? Like that that was like his big push is to make it so that like PvP, high end PvP, like the rewards are not necessarily the loot; it's the cosmetics yep. because that's what people yeah, will go for. It's a it's a status thing. Like that's always been his big thing. That's what we talked about when we talked about that. And I completely agree with him. Like this it, is it. It seems like Destiny or Bungie is afraid to even do that though because I think right. that they see any FOMO as bad and they don't want their pve centric game to have even cosmetics that the pve community can mm -hmm. they did the, they did the comp way. emblem they did the ascendant comp yeah. emblem so that yeah was like i think that was step. probably all ruined. they could get away with though that's like and then that was ruined because people oh, really heard into about it. that they yeah. did fix yeah, it like the same day i think though they, they run for two days oh, and okay. so there's not, there were a lot of people who have it that just like literally just left matches they just ran it for two days that's absolutely the right thing to do, though. Like, PvP yeah. should have exclusive stuff. There yeah. should be reasons to play PvP competitively and, and grind up those ranks and all that. But uh, I think the uh, even them adding one emblem was, like, a problem for a lot of people. So I would I, if they added more, I think people would lose their minds. Uh, I enjoyed the Trials of the Nine when it was around. I enjoyed that when you went flawless, you got a piece of gear that was specifically, I forget if it was like channeling robes for the basic yeah, stuff. And now yeah. that's the stuff that's in prophecy. And then yes. I think like crushing robes. It was yep. cool. Cause like, yep. I, I, mean, I like that. I think they should do more of that is they have like a basic trial set. But then when you go flawless, not only do you get an adept weapon, give them an armor piece that like is, is like super cosmetic and like, let it be a cool thing. I think that that's some way yeah. that you can help I mean, they just high end to... PVP players feel good about doing that. Yeah, They need to lean into that more, not less. Hopefully they will. Uh, speaking of trials for the map voting, Disjunction tried to screw everyone over. Yeah. I, think, I think there were people trying. Disjunction got 30%. See? Next time. 30, Disjunction got 30%. Convergence got 29 Rusted Lands got 41 There are some people that just want to watch the world burn. And I think there were yes. a lot of those on Twitter that were just trying to be Two like. Two of them are here. Yeah, I know. So the, it, it is Rusted Lands for this weekend. I won't be here. So right. good times. That's the right option. God damn. It's a good map, too. I remember playing that back in D1 and loving it too. It's just it's got a very different, good map. different play styles. Yeah. Uh, and that's basically it. would have been horrifying. Yeah. I'm glad I would have missed that week, but I don't want to watch the world burn. Just trials. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be here this weekend. Let's vote for the worst map. Lighthouse, right? <laughs> yeah. Lighthouse is on fire. Mercury is on fire per se, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is all I got between the TWAB and the abilities update and Guardian games. Is there anything else for you guys this week? Next week is a really big, probably not happening. Um, mostly oh, right. because you're out. I'm going to be recovering. Yeah, you're going to be recovering. I'm going to be in be recovery. Dead. Sinus surgery. It's not like a big worry. It's just 
probably one day after lethal. is probably not going to be the time to have a podcast. That's all. So. He's going to have yeah. lethal sinus surgery. And lethal. Yeah. Lethal. Uh, yeah, um, so lethal next week will probably be an off week, I think, unless just, you know, something happens between now and then. If it is something, it'll probably be pre-recorded. So, um, other than that, anything else for you guys, Mana? You got any any thoughts, hopes, and dreams going into twenty one? Are you just along for the ride like the rest of us? Uh, I hope that the dungeon's awesome. I hope that yeah. like we get to farm it. I hope that it's got some really. Oh, I know we'll be able to farm it. I'm excited to to do those things. I think I'm gonna kind of take it easy the next couple of weeks in terms of destiny. Like I usually go pretty hard in the paint. But with my IRL stuff, I'm going to try and like sit back a little bit more, um, get back into the content creation thing, especially making videos on YouTube. But like, I think the other thing is, is like, I don't think you need to prep as much for every season. I think yeah. that it's a lot easier just to like, eh, I don't need any more armor. Just like come in, come as you are. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'll probably look at just maybe, like I said, playing because Zelda's coming out. What is the, that um, May 12th? Well, yeah, it's not far. Next week. So that might take a little bit of my time plus some IRL stuff, but um, maybe take a little time off of Destiny. Um, Guardian games, like I've got the weapons already because you like the torches and yeah. I'll get the I'll get the seal. But I think uh, doing something for a little bit, you know, I, I'm kind of excited to maybe try Jedi Survivor, but I'd oh, want to. So good. No, yes. please play it. Please play it. On that. Very, Very good that. game. Yeah. <laughs> I might play it on con I might bust out my well, I've got my PlayStation here. I might bust that out for that. You should play it on console from my experience. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a very good game. I'm really excited for the dungeon to probably come out one or two days before Diablo 4 early access goes live, so I can just go and just maybe try and squeeze in because I don't know. When did the last dungeon come out? It was week two, right? It was the weekend, I think. Because me and Ascendant Nomad or was it that Friday? It was the Friday. Because they gave you, That's I want right. to say they gave you a couple of days to kind of experience. Well, in that way, they and, kept you playing. Yeah. And then, like, the Friday came out, and then Friday at noon, you could do the dungeon. And I think they took one week off of trials, and then they went hard the next week. So that it was like, you could focus on doing the dungeon. You didn't have to go back and forth between doing trials and that. They might do the same thing. They might not. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just hoping to get my dungeon content done before Diablo, because I would like to jump into Diablo. Probably going to pre-buy the whole whatever edition, so... That'll be a thing in June. But yeah, um, yeah, next week, probably going to be off. And then, being as we're off, we'll probably miss like whatever TWAB and whatever else drops next week for season preview. And then, after that, probably our final TWAB before the season. Well, Mano, thank you for coming on. I know it was short notice, yeah. but I uh, thought I'd reach out and see. So glad to have you. Always a pleasure. You could yeah. literally be a fourth host half the time, and I feel like you fit right in. So always welcome yeah. on the show, buddy. Appreciate you guys having me on. And yeah, and it's always fun to chat with you, Travis Cog, and E oh, all the time. Always. Thanks, everybody, for having me. Always. Uh, well, uh, quick outros, guys. What do you got? Uh, what you got, Travis? What do I got this week? Um, I wrote some stuff. Oh. <laughs> I played Redfall. That game is bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, that game is very bad. I didn't. I didn't review it for IGN. Somebody else had that review, thankfully. But I did help with uh, gameplay team. So I was playing with Destin Legary. Uh, he and I were playing Redfall together, and it Ooh. was like. And your progress very, didn't carry back to your game, of course, right? My progress didn't carry back to my game. I had to play in his game every time, and then get kicked back to my world where I didn't get any of my stuff. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, horrifying don't buy that game um 
Jedi Survivor, though, is great. I'm playing that. I'm not doing any of this coverage. All the stuff I'm writing about, I can't talk about. But I am reviewing Diablo 4. That's, nice. I can't say that. Nice. <laughs> I'm playing that. that that'll be a whole bunch of work. So we'll be along to hear about yeah. that one as we go. See if I we can even the, steal you away for a podcast during that time. I think the embargo for that is uh, Memorial Day. So I'm getting like a month early access on wow. that. Wow. Which is cool. Nice. Nice. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Travis, And that's all I have to say. Happy May the 4th. McClunky. Oh, I haven't heard that in a while. Nice, yeah. Long overdue. Early trap. Yeah, man. Um, same thing. Just grinding away. Gonna uh, hit up, go hard on uh, Survivor. Really like the opening. You know, really grabbed me. It's funny because I did a full playthrough of Fallen Order right before. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of refresh. And jumping into Survivor after that, I see the substantial jump. So my experience is like, what is everybody talking about? This looks yeah. amazing. <laughs> you know yeah. Like, it's so much better than this last one, you know, kind of thing. So I'm just... You know what else is what I love about Jedi Survivor? Something that I, I don't think anybody's talking about. I haven't seen anybody mm-hmm. talk about it. You know, in um, like every game, if it's a sequel, you have to lose all your powers and yeah. get knocked down. And yes, I got my all. double jump. I got all my Je- stuff. Jedi Survivor yeah. takes nothing away from yes. it and just adds on to it. So yes. you just get new tools and new tools. It doesn't oh, go like, oh, no. you got to re-earn all of your abilities. Because, like, yeah. Yeah, glad that you was, said that. It that felt was a like a direct piece. sequel. Yeah, now, if right they, out if they do it, if they make this, like, if they somehow if respawn can talk him into a third one, if they can somehow maintain like all the stuff that you unlock in this one to go into the next one, oh. now that would be an impressive feat Bro, because tool bag is because insane. the tools so that you much. have at the end of this yeah. one, so much that right would be now. interesting to see what they could do. That Bro, that I'm I think would actually it. be a challenge, but I'd be curious to see. I'm doing the stances. I'm doing like Jedi mind tricks and just controlling the battlefield and just the manipulation is just so impressive. So yeah, yeah, I'm ready to rock and kind of dive deeper. That Redfall showed me all I needed to see. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, right back uh, Survivor as the uh, program continues. <laughs> it's yeah. uninterrupted anymore. So that's uh, what I mean. And then obviously Guardian Games. I, I, I have been enjoying it. Uh, Mano, where yeah. can they find any and all of your stuff, whether it's new or old or hang out with you? Uh, all the good things. Uh, you can find me at youtube.tv slash manodestra777 or over on Twitch slash manodestra uh, or at the manodestra on Twitter. Um, but yeah, we're just going to keep grinding on some destiny stuff um we'll see about streaming some other games like zelda and things like that but again the frame rates might be oof but uh yeah that's where you can find me and just keep i'm really excited to for the new dungeon i love the dungeons yeah they're you and me both man you know secret missions yep that's Mm -hmm. our that's our jam we love those things solo dungeons his favorite Yes, it's E time. It's E time. Solo dungeon time. Yeah. You know, we got to put our guides together and get them out like one day after each right. other. We always do. I swear, like, oh, I'm right. like working on mine. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go hard and record a day. And Manos pops up. I'm like, damn it, I'm a day behind. <laughs> See, I feel like that with Mactix. Like, I'm working on a build video or something. Oh, and that, then, that like, dude pops is. It out. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's funny. Uh, Ebontis everywhere Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, but I'll be out for the weekend. So, what'd you say? IGN will not be doing a guide. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Because I did a guide for the raids, but you know they were like what three weeks after the game came out. I think it was more than. Hey, that, if you so. want, if you want my guides written out or broken down anyway, just let me know. Ooh. Yeah, we'll you do. Can, you can outsource. I'll, yeah, I'll make sure to you know I'll I'll get them to hire me and then I'll give you you know eighty percent. Eighty percent. You're gonna take your finder's <laughs> <There> fee. You <laughs>
<laughs> Otherwise, what what motive do I have to do it? You know, like I just uh, uh, that's no, funny. They, they, their their guides team doesn't do destiny stuff usually because yeah. it doesn't do well. Nobody cares. All right. Well, thank you guys, everybody. Chat, you've been hilarious, um, gentlemen. All of you guys have been fun to chat with again. Um, safe travels if you're traveling. Have fun gaming. Uh, take care of the real life stuff. And for everybody, episode number two forty eight. It has been the most ridiculous the last of last words. Last words. <laughs>